Shaka Khan. We are back <laughs> with another episode of the J of the Average Jays with J and J. So it is a sunny, beautiful, dark nighttime of October 10th. And this is Jay Justin Ruiz. And this is Jay Jeremy Francois. So today we're gonna come at you with some it's a mixed bag. There's a lot of I feel like we have good topics, of course, like always, but it's definitely I think we're kind of we're, we're covering a lot today. We're covering a lot of different yeah things. It's like a it's like a star system of stuff. It's not yeah cool. we got yeah yeah it's a constellation. So yeah. we're we're, we're bopping from point to point. It'll make an image at the end, but we're definitely going from point to point. It's it's like if you were to draw the picture of. Um, Star Trek's Enterprise traveling through space. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know how many seasons. Maybe we could, the entire franchise. It, 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 sure. It, I'm pretty sure it created a picture. But yes, that's what we're doing today. <laughs> so moving on to our very first topic here. Jay, you told me, well, and the rest of the internet and the world knows, but there was a very special restaurant that opened not too long ago. Yeah, and it's not uh, Mickey D's spaghetti. It's called Mom Spaghetti. <laughs> um, no, but it, it's crazy because uh, it it came up a, a while back, and then mm-hmm. I'm surprised we didn't like talk about it. But I was just like, oh wait, like this needs to be spoken of. Like it happened. It needs to. Like I wish I had a a, a mic. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, those round things. That uh, you put your voice speaker. Oh, it's not a speaker. Oh, a megaphone. Yes, a megaphone. I thought it started with a Y for a reason, but yes, a megaphone. Um, and that you should be in the mountains yelling like Eminem has a restaurant called Mom Spaghetti. Um, <laughs> in his hometown of Detroit, which is dope. That's really cool. It's crazy that this is real and it exists. Um, all the memes about mom's spaghetti finally yeah. <laughs> like it's real yeah, it's, it's a real thing and and you you have to know this but for those who don't know uh it's very it's a popular lyric in the song or i don't want to say song but the track lose yourself and it Me, also the heavy vomit on a sweater already mom's spaghetti i'm nervous there you go you're welcome internet you know what we should do? We should just like put a soundbite of that over you so it sounds like you're the one mimicking Eminem's voice. Mm-hmm. But I think I think YouTube will not like that. And um, they would I have to that. imagine there's there's some sort of content that we'll be bridging, yeah. but it's fine. It, this is all for entertainment, YouTube and YouTube bots. This it's is funny. this is parody. This is parody and um purely educational. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, and also it was uh featured in Eight Mile, which also you know mm-hmm. you got to know that you got to have Eminem. You can't say Eminem without saying Eight Mile, like you know what I mean. Very but good. um, I want to go there one day. I really want to go there to Eight Mile or to Mom no, spaghetti? I mean to uh, Mom Spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to like read up the 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 menu because it's, it's yes, please. I know it's an eclectic menu. Yeah, with influences around the world, and it's not that many. But look, it's uh, you got spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti with meatballs. Sick. Spaghetti with vegan meatballs. Mm. And spaghetti that's sandwich. forward. That's that's forward thinking. That what was the last one? Spaghetti sandwich. A sandwich. 
I thought you said a spaghetti smoothie, and I was like, that sounds disgusting. But spaghetti sandwich honestly yeah, doesn't that sound that much better. No, I think you know what's funny because earlier I just had dinner and I was thinking I had like you know the you know my garlic bread and I was thinking of putting my pasta on it and just eating it. All I needed was another garlic bread to put on top. So it's not that bad if you think about it. I guess you know what it is. I'm thinking of just straight up like Wonder Bread, like white. Yeah, don't, think, bread. don't think that basic. I'm pretty sure if it's, it's like garlic some, bread some, and it's yeah. they they figure out how to contain the spaghetti form there without it like dripping all over the yeah. place. I think I could get on board with that. Yeah. And I didn't go too much into it from like the what I've seen on the internet. The, when it comes to mm-hmm. the drinks, it's fountain drinks, something similar. Yeah, it was just like soda, so like pop and pop cola, something and yeah. water. Uh, but what's really, really dope, and I, I'm pretty sure I don't know how like people knew about it or whatever. But like, and the opening day, Eminem showed up and he was like taking people's orders. And- yeah, he was the one he was serving people through. Because just FYI for everyone, it was a, a walk up restaurant like you just walked up ordered through a window and they gave it to you and on the first day eminem was there taking the orders and giving them out it's like i wish i could go back in time um you know through with the delorean and just be like i want to go there and be like oh eminem i know you're here we could just talk and i'd be like yo just serenade me with your words just put me to sleep but yeah this was dope that was really cool Do we, do we hear that? Oh, okay. I thought um, – did everything look good on your end? I, I think he froze, but then – Oh, okay, cool. Because I think so too. I guess we'll figure it out in the render when uh, later on. <laughs> yeah. I can always pop this up. Cut two. Um, but yeah, but, yeah, but for those listening, uh, it looks like we might have had some technical difficulties. I hope we don't. But – yeah, Jay was just saying that he wanted to go back in time with a DeLorean and feast upon Eminem's mom's spaghetti. And his words. He just mm-hmm. dropped, he would just drop knowledge. I know he would make me so much smarter. Because I know we should we should have just went, we should have figured it out. We should have went and been like, hey, come on our podcast. It'll be super cool. And he would have been it's like, already, you know what, guys? Yeah. Hell yeah. If not, if he couldn't, because of his schedule, we just take, you know. Like a soundbite of him saying, yo, the two J's are the greatest and most super famous podcasts in the world. And he would have did it. Yeah, he would have. And then that would be on my ringtone every time someone called me. I'm like, yeah. It's just I, Eminem saying, hey, J and J are the, <laughs> the coolest, most famous podcasters ever. It, it reminds me of uh, when we used to watch a regular show, Raha Ringtone. Like that would, that would be my thing. That, that would be it. I like that. I'm with it. Okay, so I guess switching from fun music-related news to... It's not sad. I mean, it's a little deeper. It's a little heavier of a topic, but it's overall kind of like a good thing. Not even kind of. It is a good thing. Um, So moving on. So R. Kelly... Right, he was found guilty on counts of racketeering as well as trafficking. I believe uh, he's facing from ten years to life in prison, which is good because you know he did some very terrible things with a lot of underage women, and you know he. Long story short, he basically kept women like hostage in his house for years at a time. Uh, so 
in news related to that, uh, his YouTube channel was actually pulled. Uh, it was actually pulled down. And, you know, it it's kind of sucks, but I understand, like, it's in the forefront of anyone, everyone's mind. Like, his streaming uh, numbers skyrocketed yeah. right after that. You know, it's, you know, however which way you feel, I, you know, clearly we're against what he did and we're happy that, you know, justice is being served. Did it take a really long time? Unfortunately, yes. Um, but on top of that, the fact that people just kind of like flocked to his music right after all this, it's kind of messed up. You know, it's kind of sad to yeah. see that, like, you know, you hear about the, like this, these terrible things and it's been going on for so long at this point you know we finally get a conviction and you know it goes public and then immediately everyone jumps on to go see his stuff it's like i don't know i don't get that that to me that doesn't sit right i, I agree with you but if you like sit and think about it like um the way i see it is like when when all that happened even when the documentary and i forget how many years ago it came out like it was it was scary to like i documentaries to me like i can watch documentaries but when it comes to something evil or creepy like serial killers or someone like a uh, uh, sex trafficker, that's like real yeah, yeah real and scary i can't sit and watch the entire thing but i can watch documentaries about other things but that's enough about mm-hmm. me but the thing about that i couldn't say some of those people that like people are our age that i want to say used to listen to r kelly because it was more like in the background some of the lyrics were, I'm not going to lie, they were popping. Like, you you listen to it. But, like, when you're – I think for most people that now, when you hear about R. Kelly, you're, like, people our age are, like, nostalgic. But they're, like, wait, those lyrics are – wait, what? They want to – maybe some of them are probably dissecting the lyrics. And they're, yeah. like, whoa, that's what we're listening to? But then there are other people that are just listening to it because they're trying to get on that hype train and boost them streaming uh, the, the streaming account. But, like, if it were me, I didn't go back and listen to it, um, like, go through his music. But, you know, I used to, we used to joke and, like, you know, the well, whatever the lyrics we used to say uh, back in school. And then you're thinking about it, like, no, you shouldn't be saying that because that's what he did. And it's not funny anymore. Um, yeah, it's, um, I think it's one of those things where, you know, I th- people try to separate the art from the artist, you know? Mm-hmm. And, it's extremely hard because you know you you enjoy things that this person has made like i mean it, no one's going to lie remix to ignition was an amazing song yeah. and it, it continued to be an awesome song for a very very long time mm. you know and now for me at least like it actually i was in the car and it came up on i was like listening to spotify or pandora or something yeah. you know it came up and i just didn't feel good listening to it because you know i, I know what the artist has done and i you know I've, I've followed it pretty not like super close but i followed you know the trajectory of of this court case and you know it it, it kind of made me feel weird that i was listening to it so i skipped it yeah you know it's just for me personally i know that i don't or i i can't like physically i can't like support someone that i know is doing like like or has done like some serious st- stuff yeah you know it but, sucks because yeah. again like you know he created some things that were fun and good but then it it gets sullied because of how he was and i know you would agree with this too and people that really love space jam like i believe i can fly like to me that's tied to jordan dunking yeah. like 
every time I hear that song, that's what I think. But then you take it a step further and you're like, damn, he created this. But then at the same time, and it's like you've mentioned separating the artist from the art. I'm always going to love I Believe I Can Fly because of Space yep. Jam. Um, if it comes up on the radio, it's going to it's gonna sting a little like, damn, this dude did this. But I'm like, nah, yeah. that, this was my thing. Um, growing up, I didn't really listen to R. Kelly like that. Like, no. up and people listen to it. And as kids being impressionable, like we we say all the lyrics. And this is not just R. Kelly, like when it comes to the like uh, raunchy lyrics. Growing up, we would say these lyrics, especially if they're the radio edits, but we knew the real yeah. lyrics. Then you go back and be like, wow, we were fucking, oh, sorry, curse, but you can probably beat that out. We were babies <laughs> listening to these lyrics, and then we're sitting out like, wow, like they actually said this, and the our guardians, our parents let us listen to this, or we secretly listen to these things. But um, yeah, like it, I, I feel you. And every time I hear about R. Kelly, I or if I yeah, if I hear about R. Kelly, I think of Space Jam because it's like that holds Yeah, that's your connection. Place. Yeah, that holds a special place in my heart. And then I'm just like, uh but it doesn't it doesn't dim- diminish the movie. Like it doesn't make me go like if I were to go watch it, I won't be like, oh, I don't yeah. I won't skip over it. But Yeah, because yeah. I think it's like in that specific case, it's like it, it's something bigger that like it's not from him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just so happens that he sings this song that's in that movie. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Oh, I, it's hard, like, you know, going back to the separating the art from the artist. It's hard. You know, it's it's hard to do that. You know, R. Kelly isn't the first famous person to do something messed up and go to jail for it, you know? True. Um, yeah. Or to conduct themselves in a very questionable way, you know? And for, you know, for him, it was a very serious thing that he did for many, many years and basically got away with it up until now. So it's it's just rough, you know, because fond memories are attached to to certain pieces of media right like whether it be music movies whatever it is and then you know when you go back hindsight's always 2020 right like once you find out about the bad stuff and you go backwards you're kind of like oh man like how did we not catch this before or why did we allow this to continue to happen yeah you know it was kind of like the same stuff with um with harvey weinstein right like after he got all these women that came forward then you, we started seeing re uh resurfaced like clips and stuff of people making comments about how he was yeah. and we're talking about like early 2000s and people are like why did we just let this fly by like why did no one look into this when so-and-so said this or why didn't so-and-so make this a bigger deal to like come forward and like really yeah, and it has you know, a lot and really with, pursue it. Yeah, it has a lot to do with the male patriarchy too. Like, yeah. I'll go and say it. Like, when you said it with other mediums as well, um, the first thing that popped up was uh, Bill Cosby. Because yeah. growing up, you know, two, three o'clock in the afternoon before my cart at, at Saturday uh, weekday cartoons, I'd watch Bill Cosby. That was my show. And all the stuff that comes now in our, our modern time, and then you look back, like even my fiance would start watching it on on Amazon Prime, but I'd sit there and watch it, and it's just like I'm still sitting there, like how can this? And I'm talk, I'm thinking of the character Doctor Huxley, yeah. like how can you, the character we fell in love with, do this? You know? Yeah, and that's what sucks, man. Because you think about like specifically Bill Cosby, yeah. like the Cosby Show was a like a cultural family, phenomenon. Oh, a family show, yes. Yeah. It was a family show, but it also like 
made people's careers. It was a platform for like black and African-American people to see themselves portrayed in a normalized way yeah. and not like anything like super uh, like uh, almost like character, uh, like a character. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a stereotype. Yeah. Like it was a very normalized black family doing their thing. The parents are successful. You know, it was a slice of life, like them raising their family and helping them out. And you know, that had to have inspired hundreds of thousands if not millions of people that watched it throughout generations and then you know he it comes to light that he was not a good person and then you look back on it and it's like damn man like you you couldn't you couldn't uphold the ideals that you were giving us right so it's almost like yeah a hypocrisy exactly you know because it's like we we look at this and we're like inspired and we like it and we're happy that it exists and then we found out the man behind the mask is, you know, a terrible human being. Yeah. It's very and, conflicting. Yeah, it is very conflicting. And kind of going back to our the theme of our, our past episodes, it's accountability. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's long time. Dude is old. Everyone's getting caught later in time. Um, but hopefully if things were like were to happen like this again, you know, history, history always repeats itself in, in different shapes or forms. Hopefully the accountability comes sooner than later, um, yeah. especially with uh, people of color, because uh, going back to our, uh, the topic of this was R. Kelly, like especially when it was uh, if, if it, let's say R. Kelly was doing this to a young white girl. Quick, quick, he would have been in jail. No questions asked. But the fact that it took this long to get this guy is it is kind of changes the topic this kind of meanders away from the actual topic at hand but it, it, but no i mean it there's something to be said about that yeah. unfortunately right like i mean again kind of like a different segue but um the missing person uh gabby oh yes I, i'm blanking on her last name yeah. but um yeah you know young white woman she went missing and her boyfriend or fiance ended up coming back from the vacation and then he disappeared a couple of days later. So what's upsetting is like, and I had this conversation with my wife and you know, when these things happen, it's always bad. No matter who it happens to, it's bad. It's a terrible thing. And we should employ uh, resources to help find these people and to solve these crimes. Mm. What it is, is a crime. But for whatever reason, the media tends to give the hype like to specific things that happen. So Gabby being a cute uh young white woman who went missing, right? It's been everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. And I know that they had just I, I don't know, I don't remember if they confirmed it, but they had found a body not yes. too long ago. Yes. And the they're still looking for the for the boyfriend. I know he's still like out there. Yeah. But you know, like the FBI got involved and there were so many channels that were yeah. involved and did news coverage and like social media, social media was blasting it everywhere. And that's totally okay. But what bothers me is like, you know, it, those resources aren't given to other people, especially yeah. people of color. Yeah. Like there was a, a mother that had reached out on, it was on a news channel and she had like, gone on record saying that her son had gone missing within the same time frame as Gabby. And she's upset because nobody's talking about it. Yeah. 
Nobody is spending weeks and months searching. There's no crazy news coverage. There's no celebrities getting involved. Like, why her? Again, it's a very sad thing, and we should be looking for everyone. I mean, and we should be trying to solve every crime. You know what I mean? But it sucks that the media tends to focus on the ratings of it all, right? Like, and they kind of paint this picture of like, Oh, she was young and cute, so you know it's sadder that she's missing, and it's yeah, technically right. not. It's yeah. a sad thing all the way around. That's, to me, that just literally sounds like silent racism. That's that's yeah. all that is. Mm-hmm. That's it's it's systematic. It, it kind of reminds me. I watched the uh, SNL of last week's episode, not last night's. Yeah, last week's episode. Yeah. Um, I don't want to butcher the whole skit, but the skit was uh, it was the weekend update. And mm-hmm. they say, oh, here's a missing black lady from 20 years ago. And she comes in and she says, you know what? Like, here's her before and after, like when I went missing. And she's like a pretty white girl, whatever. Yeah. You want to know what they did for me? Yo, she looked like the, the girl from Us, or Lupita Nyong'o's character. But the the, the bad version. Yeah. Of with no, like, nappy hair. Just horrible looking. And it's just like... They would do that. They would. The media would do something like that. And she goes, I don't want to like go through the whole skit, but she goes through the whole skit at the end of it. And he's like, yeah, you didn't even ask me my name. And then you see Collins like, oh, what's your name? And then that ends the skit. But it's literally the everything. She, it's obviously super dramatic, but it's super close to the truth. Like, yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, white girls on the front page. New York Times, and he's like, I'm on page C1 or C17. <laughs> yeah. Next to the like, uh, like the funeral ads or whatever. It's just like weird. Like, it was funny, but it does remind But it's me true. That. You know, it's, you know, comedy, you know, it's, it's meant to uh, be a social commentary on what's going on, right? It, it's true. It's not like it has that grain of truth in it. And it's, it sucks, but it's, it's real. Like, it's there. Like, you know, unfortunately, like whenever there's a minority that, is in trouble with the law or with some sort of, you know, law enforcement system, right? What's the the picture that they show? Them doing something bad, yeah. you know? Like, it's not, they're not showing the graduation photo. Yeah. You know, and it's like when a white kid does something crazy, what are they showing? Crazy. The nice school photo of him looking nice, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's, it's that systematic kind of silent racism you were talking about where, you know, and it's the, I don't think it's any one person or anything like that. It's it's the media. Yeah, yeah. Media's yeah. playing up what what people want to see. Exactly. You know, and it's it's all for ratings, and unfortunately, it's like our news system and our you know news programming and all that, and that's why independent news is like always in the back burner, like being the unbiased thing. But the way news works in this country is like it, it's all rating driven, right? They're just trying to get more money. Yeah. Instead of truly reporting news, it, it really, it, yeah, it really does. Like, especially for what we listen to here in America, specifically speaking. But um, yeah. yeah, and like, kind of like moving on. Like you talked about ratings. Um, Game of Thrones. Remember when that gave us that had a lot of ratings. At one point in time, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. That was a that was a, a crazy harsh segue. <laughs> it was it was a harsh segue, right? 
But um, yeah, no, I mean, keeping on the 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 thing with ratings, yeah. Um, from news ratings to TV ratings, right? TV ratings. So we went. Yeah, Game of Thrones used to be the hot ticket. Yeah, it was the uh, thing everyone talked about until the end. <laughs> until the end, they were like, "eh." Yeah, which I still like. I still give, don't give get. Me, give me the give me what grinds your gears about the end. So yeah, what grinds my gears right <laughs> is first off, I didn't see any issue with the like super dark episode that everyone was like bitching about. I think most people's TVs. Is yeah, like I, I don't know what to tell you. I had a decent enough TV to watch it and it didn't it didn't mess up for me. Like I, I saw the episode, I see I saw nothing wrong with it. You're probably anyway, like, yo, just upgrade your tube TV to a four. Not even like just not, not fix even. the white balance, bro. Like you yeah, why are you keeping it on factory settings? Your, literally going to your you watching Game of Thrones and your TV's on factory settings? That's your problem. It doesn't sound like that's my problem whatsoever. That sounds or like HBO's it's a you thing. Yeah. So but beyond that, the ending Right, I love the ending. The ending I thought was fantastic, and what grinds my gears about it all is that people are like upset, like, like. Well, we're talking about something that's like what two, three years old now, but viscerally like upset at the last season and at the ending. And I was like, this makes so much sense. Like to me, it made I I hundred percent agree with you. I just feel like me personally. I agree with everything you're saying. I just felt like it was a little lukewarm. Like I didn't think it was bad. I everything should have happened. I feel like, like I'm gonna say spoilers, but you should have seen it already. Anyway, yeah, it's John been a while. Snow, but yeah, spoilers. John John Snow rides off to the north. I would have loved him to just get on a dragon and just ride away. Like you know, something. Give me. I don't know. I'm I'm exaggerating, but. Yeah, he he didn't want. He stuck with what he said. He didn't want to be king, and I got it. Back in like season three or four, I was like, "Yeah, I want him to be king," but he was like, "No, I don't want it." He didn't want it. I was like, "Cool, cool dude." He got what he wanted. He's like, "I'm gonna go to the north." Freaking uh, Sansa and her uh, her kingdom, uh, or is it kingdom, fiefdom, whatever? Yeah, she has the north. Yeah, or they call it the fake north over there um, because yeah. the north is beyond the wall, but the wall was taken down. Also, spoilers. <laughs> um, <laughs> Seceded from the the kingdom, the seven kingdoms. Yeah. Which, okay, makes sense because she's like big boss. Um, Arya, I wish I knew what she was doing. They should. Okay, so the reason we're talking about Game of Thrones, let's just take it back a little bit because the prequel House of Dragons is being, you know, yeah, the trailer dropped. Yeah, the trailer dropped. I watched it. Don't know what's happening. I know it's about the Targaryen family three hundred years ago. Um, like it was cool, yeah. But like, I think people that did it, and a lot of majority, as you said, a majority of people didn't like Game of Thrones ending. So what makes you think they're gonna go back? Yeah, and it's like people? I and in the in the trailer, I don't know if you caught it. They keep they they played up the whole like before there was this, there was this. Like it was yeah, like yeah, really yeah. playing up like this is a prequel. Like this has nothing to do with what you saw. It's completely different. It's a whole new ride. Like that's what it felt like. And you know you what's know? crazy? And I would love to stay in the topic of the House of Dragon, but I don't know much about what's going to be. Because I know a lot of fans that read the books. This is obviously, it has yeah. a lot of, uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, like material. Yeah, content. Yeah. People that probably are fans of it will go watch this. But then 
I remember seeing a tweet or something like that. He's like, you can't screw this up. The material's there. It's not like the end of Game of Thrones where you yeah, it's not like you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my thing about prequels, though, is that certain prequels work. Like, you got Monsters University. Cool. Right? But this one still, to me, is like the dragon family still falls like 300 years later. Yeah, like we know <laughs> what happens. So it's it's one of those things where like I don't know if it'll have the same magic, right? Exactly. Like when you talk about prequels, it's really hard – and sequels. It's yeah. really hard to capture what was cool about the original idea again. Yeah. You know, to me, it comes up The Hobbit. The Hobbit – was trash compared to the Lord oh, of the Rings we're trilogy. The, we're talking about the franchise, the movie, the movie. Franchise. Yeah, the movies, the movies. Okay. Um, the Hobbit book is way better than the Lord of the Rings books, yeah. but the movie franchise, the Lord of the Rings, right? The the original Lord of the Rings trilogy, way better than the Hobbit prequels, a hundred percent. And it's from that. especially the, the last, pre- the last Hobbit. I, I didn't even see the last Hobbit movie. Oh, yeesh. I saw the first one, and then I saw half of the second one, and that that was it. Yeesh. The, I, the they shouldn't have done – at most, they could have done two movies. They shouldn't have made it into three. And, like yeah, it was just – everything was so long about it and, like, really dragged on. And it just was – I don't know. It just didn't have it. It didn't have the magic that Lord of the Rings had. Like, you can physically – like, it's something that you can almost taste. Like, you could see it. You can hear it. Like, when you watch Fellowship, right? Yeah. You're kind of on this journey. When you watch Hobbit, you're like, okay, like what's special about this? You know, it's very much so like they're, it's copy and pasting and yeah, like graphics are better. Production quality is better because of the, the time gap, right? But it's, it's just – it's not right. I don't know. And with Game of Thrones, I feel like it will fall into that same thing of like, you know, one, you, you're only going to really get diehard fans that are going to want to yeah. – watch the history of people that weren't even in the original show. Like they were mentioned a couple of times, you know, as the house of Targaryen and like all the crazy stuff that happened with them, but there was no real link to them besides Daenerys. Right. And that was it. Like, so you're only going to get hardcore fans. And then those hardcore fans, a percentage of them, if they, you know, probably read the books and know how it's going to go. So I, I don't know what they're hoping to accomplish. I mean, if it's super cool and the production's yeah. great, then like, yeah, for sure, I'll give it a chance. But yeah, it also – it. Yeah, go ahead. No, sorry. I was going to say it kind of strikes me like Better Call Saul also. Yes. yes. It's like, you know, it, that has its legs and it's been going because of the cult fan base that it has. But, you know, it, it, it was a spinoff from Breaking Bad. And – I saw the first episode of Better Better Call Saul when it like uh, aired live, and I was just like, eh. Like you know, but especially talking about like something like Breaking Bad, the story was so magnificently told from front to end, and it was such a good capsule that I felt like it didn't need more. So when I was watching Better Call Saul and it being both a prequel and a sequel, oh really? There's, I didn't yeah, know. so. Basically, it it kind of like it takes place in flashbacks. And again, I've only seen the first episode and maybe like one or two throughout. So I don't know the entire thing. Yeah. But from the first episode, it takes place after the events of Breaking Bad. And Saul is basically like he's in the witness protection program. He's like started a whole new life and he's like working at a Cinnabon. 
And then yeah, I remember watching season one. Oh, season one isn't it is a prequel, but then I didn't know later on it goes back to the future. So like it's like kind of like he's re- he's thinking reminiscing got it. on what happened. So it's kind of like it I th- it flashes back and forth, but like the main meat of the story is the flashbacks, it's the prequel. That makes sense. But so it's you know, I just don't think it's I don't think it's gonna break anyone's minds, you know. I it might be cool. But it's the same feeling I have with with uh, Matrix that we spoke about a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, it's like why, like what what is happening here? Yeah, they, I think it's one of those things. Like, and it, I hate that they do this to us. You get out and they pull you back in. Um, I'm still gonna watch the first episode and yeah. see what it's about. They got that Game of Thrones money. They their 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 production's gonna be great. Because to be honest, the one thing I love about Game of Thrones was season one. Even though it wasn't that high production value, it still had that mysticism. Like they, they talked about dragons, mad dragons were dead, and you saw the freaking uh, ice the, the the night the was it the night wow the night walkers, the, whatever those ice monsters, those zombies, like you a little got a little taste. And that, you know what? That's the one thing I didn't enjoy about the last season, right? Like we had the White Walkers. That's what yeah, White Walkers. Thank you. We had like freaking nine years of hype, and when we first saw them in season one, and you know, you see the Night King, and then you see like oh, this massive place. horde, yeah, yeah, and it's like, oh, like they're about what? to do some crazy stuff, and then like you know, they finally get to the end where like they've invaded and they're here, yeah, and it's just like. Is My man mean? gets taken out in a freaking instant. Like, he had all of – I mean, it, clearly it wasn't like five minutes of screen time. But he gets taken out so quick. Yeah. Arya just freaking batman yeah. him. Like, comes from the shadows yeah. down. <laughs> and just – just She like, just goes, yeah. I'm Batman. And then stabs him and done. So sure, quick. Me. Yeah, and it was just like but with her, <laughs> that's with the her one Arya thing part. that was a little upset because we but had that build up from season one. That is true. Um, like yeah, like there are certain things I would have done. Like I said, the ending to me was like I said, it was lukewarm, but I it made sense to me. Like Jon Snow, I forget what season it was. Jon Snow fought him. No, Jon Snow fought one of the generals. They didn't fight the Night King himself. Fought one of the generals. It was it was a he had he he yeah, it was a fight. He was gonna die. And I forget how he survived. There was some sort of instant in the in the in the environment that kind of saved him. I would have loved Jon Snow to come out and come up come up against him. Obviously, he was not. It was going to be a one sided fight, but I would have loved to see that because to me, Jon Snow is the main character. Like he's the, like always their main characters, but he was one of my favorite characters. I oh, he was your him. main character. Yeah, like I wanted to see him fight, even though he was not. He's not going to Superman his way through this. He was not even going to be like, oh, I cut your leg. Like, no, I wanted to see him get beat because I was like, it, to me, I love underdogs. And he yeah. was an underdog throughout the entire thing. It's kind of like, you you know, he keeps fighting, but he's going to go down swinging. Yeah. And then give me the Arya thing because then that to me makes Arya like, yeah, I am better than Jon Snow because Arya was another character that I liked. But the fact that the Night King barely did any like fighting, I think it, for me it was the more the choreography. Of things. Yeah, it was there the whole time. His presence throughout the entire yeah. franchise series was felt whenever they kind of. And then it's just like, oh, Arya just came in like you know 
wind beneath my wings. Because that I remember that. It was just like you the, the one of the general's hair flickered with the hair, and then you just she was a phantom. She was a freaking banshee. Like, yeah, it was just like like you're right. Like you felt the presence, like like the, the Night King was always like looming, yeah. right? Like it was always the, the big bad guy for the And then you did the come at me bro thing, like yeah, and it was just like it was so quick. Like it should have been an epic fight, and it just wasn't. Yeah. Right. And what, I think that would have been cool if he fought Jon Snow and then Arya came from the back, right? Because, because he called him John, out. Yeah, but also because like Jon Snow was the one that helped Arya, like you know, find herself and like gave her the needler and like, all that stuff, right? Like, should have been on the writing table. It, yeah, of course, one hundred percent. It would have made it would have closed that loop perfectly. But they were like, you see him. Yeah, it's gonna get crazy. Boom, done. That's it. Yeah, immediately. But I don't know. I I like the ending. The Night King thing was the only thing that I really yeah, that was took, my only right. took umbrage with. But but, yeah, it, I, when it comes to the new show, like I'm still gonna watch it. I because for me, and that's another thing. I and that's why I don't want to give it any. I don't want to talk negatively about it. It's we're we're mm-hmm. mostly talking to like being cautious when it comes to prequels or sequels. Yeah. Um I'm gonna watch it because like even when it comes to Marvel, when MCU drops something, I'm still gonna watch it. Like when we watch phase one, we still watch Captain America, which took place in the past. Obviously, it's its own thing, but it's like it it connected the dots. So maybe if I watch and sit there, something in that show is gonna maybe like, ooh, this is I was like, oh yeah, like then it probably may hook me on to episode two. But, yeah, um, yeah, you get you, you know it's that cautious optimism, and you, yeah. you know, you're you're hoping for the best, but you're not expecting anything. Exactly. You know, I'll probably give it the one episode watch and like see. I mean, I have HBO Max, so once it comes out, I'll I'll see it when it comes. And like, if it's worth it, then I'll you know if they do the whole like drop the whole thing like the whole season at once, I'll probably give it a shake. Probably, right? They probably might not do that. But I would imagine that they wouldn't, but I'm just saying, like, if they do, like, I'll I'll probably end up watching the whole first season, uh, unless it's like terrible. But like in comparison, I can't really be compared to it. Yeah, I was gonna say in comparison, the Lord of the Rings show on Amazon that's gonna be its fight. That's gonna be its that's that's gonna be its its rival because that thing has a we we got like five seconds of it with the the guy on the horseback riding and i was like oh i'm sold like it looked beautiful that is it has lord of the rings in general like i don't want to say they both have a lot of lore but this is specifically talking about the house of targaryen like lord of the rings i yeah. don't know what it's really going to be about i just know it's it's like i don't know how many years before but and i and i think that's to its benefit yeah. you know like it's gonna touch on stories that maybe we heard about in the movies mm-hmm. but never have been fleshed out and that's to its benefit because there's a lot of mystery there you know unless you're a super huge lord of the rings buff and you've read a bunch of different stuff which i can't imagine is a large number of people but yeah there's a lot of mystery there so it's there's a lot of stuff for you to like hook on to you know and it's going to sure. be the same character types that we saw in the movies right like we're I'm sure we're going to get elves we're going to get men dwarves maybe some hobbits like we're going to see those same type of things that we liked you know yeah, because, you know, it's funny that you say that, too, because, like, I remember, like, sticking with the, well, it, like, it, when it comes to HBO in general, uh, when it came to the height of, like, what who, who was dominating Sundays or whatever day it was, because you had, yeah. like, True Blood at one point, but then that kind of, mm-hmm. like, declined. 
Then it, it was like AMC had Breaking Bad for Sundays. Like, every, you know, the entire planet was congregating on Sunday to watch a show. And then, then you have the Game of Thrones. And then I think House Targaryen is going to try to, because they were trying to fill that vacuum. But then The Witcher is was supposed to take, but The Witcher didn't, when it comes, and just seeing my internet surroundings, like I, I like The Witcher, but I think it's the way it executed its time, uh, time fluctuation was a little weird. I don't know. Did you watch the show? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so like it was weird because like at one point I was like, "Why is this told?" Weird? And I was like, "Oh wait, they're going back in time and they're going forward in time." But I'm like, "Yeah, it, it, it took me a while to find that out." Yeah, it's very abrupt. Yeah, you know, it, there's not there's very little transition when they do the time stuff. Yeah, but like in, I mean, uh, it was it was good, and I don't think it was a flash in the pan. I think it it got enough people to be like, okay, like interested now for the season two. Especially yeah, because um, uh, with season two coming out, and then the one thing is because it has Netflix behind it. Um, and I mean Henry Cavill also. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's Superman. Like you gotta watch yeah. Superman continue. Like there's literally a story between like his Superman going. And he, I, I'll write a story for you. I'll, I'll tell you how that links. Um. But anyway, yeah, you have Netflix behind it because like Netflix is also doing the, the the Army of the Dead, um, with Zack Snyder. So it's like when you have Netflix behind you, they give you all this free. Like there's an anime, uh, a move animated movie of The Witcher, and I think. The main character is uh, uh, Geralt's son, I believe. So, like, that's a nice little connect. Like, you can have this interconnected universe within Netflix, the Netflix universe, where, like, Game of Thrones, it's like, yeah, you got HBO Max, but then you have to, like, stick with, you know, I don't know what their, their, how they do things. Like, it's, I know it's a different thing than Netflix, but you got to stick with the HBO, uh, House of Dragons, and then it's like, what? Are, what if it doesn't do well, and then you decide to cancel it? Um, you know, The Witcher. I guess they have ways to end it and not have a cliffhanger. Hope that they're. Yeah. Well, I mean, the books have been out forever. Um, yeah, but that's the thing, and that's the one thing I like about it too. It's funny that you say that. They're doing their own ad- adaptation because, like, yeah. the books are different from the games. The games, like, the games, it's its own thing. Mm-hmm. The show is going to be its own thing. The book is already like that's the one thing I love about adaptation. Like it can be good, but it shouldn't be bad. Like, but yeah. there are people that don't like that. They like stuff being true to the story. Yeah, like frame by frame, the same thing. Literally, yeah. Which is like you know I like adaptations, especially when it's IP I don't necessarily like care about. Right? Yeah. Like, I yeah. played Witcher three and I I loved it. I never I never beat it, but it was great. Um, I liked the Witcher. Uh, season one i thought it was awesome i mean i'm probably never gonna read the books but i know this story branches off and, and differs with the books as well and i'm i'm fine with that like it's totally okay but when it comes to like game of thrones i don't know how much like material there is to well, go they on said they're gonna follow take half of the first volume which is that's where it's gonna start up as okay. but then it's like what are they gonna do and that you can't really deviate because you have a I have a weird thing with this because I feel like I know it's supposed to also take place during the Age of Dragons, right? So we're yes. we're gonna see some dragons, but I have a feeling like it's gonna end up being like a political thriller. You know what I mean? Like it's not gonna yeah. be as action and fantasy yeah. oriented. House of, cards, House of Dragons. Yeah, yeah. Like I really feel like it's gonna be like that because the only thing that they can really go off of is. It's their rule. It's the Targaryen rule. Yeah, they're, they're ruling or assassinated or whatever. Yeah, they're ruling the seven kingdoms. And yeah, the, what is that going to be? Every episode, a different person is going to try and kill them. Like they don't die. Like they continue to rule up until yeah, we have to see the, uh, the like, revolt of. 
exactly. Like, like they they're gonna be alive at the end of it. Yeah, unless they decide to do a three hundred year time skip and then show the revolution that Stark and you know the 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 king had. I forgot his name, but they were oh, the ones yeah. that. De- they were the ones that dethroned uh, the Targaryen. Yeah, uh, Robert. Baratheon. Yeah, Robert Baratheon. Yeah, like you, you're right. Like, and if they do decide to do time jumps, because um, uh, my friend, there was this book I wanted to read, another sci-fi book called Foundation, which is all Apple TV. Uh, yeah, Apple TV Plus. Um, the going, I don't know what the show is going to be like, but on the books, the Foundation is three books, and mm-hmm. the book takes place in one like millennium, and then like hundreds of years later, it's a, it continues. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, telling the kind of a linear story on how, like, the saving humanity kind of a thing. I wonder. Kind of like a Final Fantasy type deal. Yeah, where... sense. But, yeah, it's still linear. Mm-hmm. It's not like its own branch story. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wonder if how, like, I would be, if that would be dope to me on House Targaryen where you break off and do time skips. Yeah, I like, think that would be a, a fantastic way to tell it. Like, where... um, what's that show? Uh, not oh, that British show with, with, with the Queen. It was, like, the ruler or whatever. Oh, like, Doctor Who. No, not wait. What? <laughs> yeah, Doctor Who. That's what you're talking about, right? Well, the Doctor Who guy is with with, that... with with the Queen and the and the and the robots. Doctor Who. No, no. <laughs> it's about the no? British. It's about the British Queen. It's about uh, Queen Elizabeth. It. Uh, Queen's it Gambit. Crown. It's Queen's Gambit. Crown. No, no. It's called. The... <laughs> yeah, Queen's Gambit. It's called the Crown, but they do time skips on that. So you see mm-hmm. Queen Elizabeth at a young age taking her. She's role. all that. The one with Amanda Bynes. Yes. And her father's like the British prime minister or something? Yes. Yeah, that one. Yep. <laughs> You're such a troll. <laughs> but yes, time skip would be dope. But there still needs to be stakes. Like, we know they don't die until... Yeah. So, like... It, like, the most I can see yeah. happening is, like... They could talk about, like, the fall of dragons, right? But, like, I don't think that's enough to drive a show... Yeah, and because to be cared about for these characters. Yeah, like we have to care about it because House Targar- Targaryen is supposed to be ruling up until Robert Baratheon kills the the Targaryen oh, uh, well, ruler. And I remember this though. The, uh, they mentioned civil war, so it depends on how it it goes about. Like in the family, there's a schism, so that might in that might increase the stakes a little bit. But then it's like, but it's like, do we uh, are we gonna care enough at that point? Like once we start to see that that divide, are we gonna care enough about these characters? No, you know, because knowing how it ends, yeah, knowing that it stays in their family. Well, uh, let me throw this. Let me throw you a curveball, and this is kind of hard to say. It's you can't really compare the two, but it's like, okay, One Piece, right? He wants to be the pirate king. Okay, but we know that's gonna happen. But we have, but the key thing is caring, like you said. Like we know it's going to happen, but we don't know the the whole point of One Piece is the journey, right? Exactly. Like it's the journey to get to that point. Exactly. But are we following the journey to get to where Robert Baratheon overthrows them? Like, is it a, is it going to be a thing where we're jumping through segments of time to see how one part of it rules, and then they do something crazy, and then another part of it rules, they do something crazy, and then so on and so forth? Or are we going to just stick with this family that's three hundred years before anything that we know? Yeah, and yeah. like you know, do we get to see like the building of the wall, right? Mm. Like. Things like that might like get people's attention, right? Like driving out the giants, right? That was a big deal because yeah. there's no more giants in the area. So, like, did they were they the ones who drove out the giants? 
were they the ones that know how the wall got built? Like, like what else? Yeah, I think, and and that's the and that's the thing. It kind of it being a prequel. It it, it kind of it's it, it the Game of Thrones itself, the the first series, it is the Achilles' heel of the prequel. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. That's that's all I can say because we can always speculate here and there, but at the end of the day, they're still gonna pull me in, just like with the Matrix. You're still gonna pull me in, and if I hate it, I'll be tight. But I saw it. I'm over and done with. But but I guess that's like right. We don't want it to be the flash in the pan, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and yeah. maybe that's just. The gener- a generational thing now, like when we see things or when we experience them, whether it be movie, TV, media, we're expecting that sequel, right? Like we're expecting season two. We're expecting the second movie. Like, so if it doesn't have the legs to stand on, it's kind of like, ah, oh, man, like you just wasted time, you know? Like yeah. you, you tease us about this thing that we wanted and then you go and you just take a huge dump on it, you know? And I mean, that that even reminds me going back into the before times that reminds me of the Inhumans. The the show that was supposed to drop. Yeah, that that show that was like a big deal and all this money. Yeah, that all this money went into and then they immediately canceled it. Yeah, like because it was a flash in the pan. Everyone was super hyped for it. And then it aired and it was I pure garbage. Say, you know what? I want to say no one was hyped for it because I was hyped because I remember it was a big F you from Fox saying, we're not going to give the mutants back. And that's mm-hmm. why I was hyped. Cause they were like, Oh, well we have in humans. That's why I was hyped. Then I saw the trailer and I was like, this was shot in IMAX. I'm I was like, hyped I was- to see the characters like, because I like Production Lockjaw. Was, big, yeah. Yeah. I like Lockjaw, the big dog. Medusa was cool. Um, that production of her, of her hair was dope. Yeah. But then it's like you, you start – you see these things in the trailer. You're like, okay, maybe it will be like ironed out yeah. when, when it comes out. And then you see the thing and it's like, oh, no, that was final. They didn't well, fix anything. Far, right? I never saw it still. I just, oh, I saw like 10 minutes. I, didn't, I don't even think I saw the full, <laughs> full episode. <laughs> I looked at it and I was like, "Oh snap, that's bad." <laughs> that was it. You gotta look at what you're so. And I didn't see it when it when it launched because I believe it was in theaters, wasn't it? I think the, the first two aired the in first theaters, two episodes, and then I think then later theaters. they put it on TV on ABC. Yeah, so I saw it when it went to TV, and I saw the legit. I don't even know if I made it through the first whole episode, but I remember watching it, and I was there. I was just like, <laughs> like it was. It was physically hurting me to keep going. And I was just like, wow, they did not. They it's just crazy. didn't do this right. All right. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's a random anecdote. Like you see, not an anecdote, but a nice little connection. Um, Ramsey from Game of Thrones gets killed. Yeah. Then yep. humans. And then that gets mm-hmm. killed off. Yeah. It was just... I, but you know what it is? I hope that wow. MCU or uh, Feige, the studios, like kind of rectify that. Because in humans, like I don't know super that I don't know a lot about it, but I know it has a lot of lore, and you can tell a good story. Yeah. Maybe yeah, there's definitely a out of it, or a there's show definitely meat. Of, yeah, there's meat on it. Like there can I, I don't know if a show would do too well, but well, I know but they could definitely make. That, yeah, a like the movies. Inhumans. The Inhumans came out like in, so. I watched uh, Marvel Shield like like to the T. Yeah. Like I watched it weekly. It was good. When they introduced Inhumans with that, that I mean, in MCU lore, I was like, that's a dope way to introduce them. 
And then that would have been like the Inhumans, like the, the team spinoff, which obviously didn't do well. The Inhumans still existed in the MC in the Marvel uh, Agents of Shield. Um, and then there was some point in time where they were saying the TV the TV show is not connected with the MCU yeah. timeline. But then they kind of they didn't shoot themselves in the foot because and I, I know you didn't continue watching the show, but in the last two seasons. They did a time jump, and then with our, us knowing now the multi you know, the multiverse is real, they did time travel and they had their own multiverse without the multiverse being a thing yet. So, to me personally, I think Marvel's Agency is, is canon, even Agent Carter to me is canon, even though that got canceled prematurely. prematurely. No, that's that's canon 100%. Yeah, like to me, that, but then when did you watch Loki? You watched yeah. Loki, we spoke about this, yeah. So like there's this like you've seen that Easter egg where like Agent Carter was like in the background like to me yeah. like that would have been a nice little connection there too but that's just me hoping and dreaming but they should bring in the humans uh, and redo that maybe say the other one wasn't real it was just a figment of our yeah mind. it's just like it, it, there's definitely I I think they casted that show really well first yes. off. And then there's a lot of story material that they can crank out a couple movies and they can keep it isolated, right? Like they don't have to merge it into MCU territory. Like they don't have to meet the Avengers. You know what I mean? Like they they could keep it in its own contained story and I think it would do well. I would like Um, them to be hidden. I think that that was their thing. They were always hidden. Yeah, it was hidden. Um, And it's funny. But then again, like now we're talking about Eternals that's coming out and that's like their shtick. You know that is the yeah I think that is supposed to be like their replacement, in a sense. But yeah, well, and that's coming up soon, so we'll see that. that I have no expectation for. I, I don't know I what's no going to happen. I'm just going to let it assault my eyeballs. Exactly. Like I'm just going to take it all in for what it is because I, I have no clue what Snow. they're about. I want to see the Black Knight. I just want to see Jon Snow. He don't know nothing. Honestly, I'm pretty hyped to see Angelina Jolie. I feel like I haven't seen oh, no, her yeah. in anything in a while. Her last movie, and I believe she directed, was uh, I forget the name of the movie, but it was like she was a firefighter for forest fires. And then there was oh like, yeah, yeah, that, I, that was her. I think was, was that her directorial debut. No, she's directed other movies before, but I think it's her a movie she directed or maybe produced. Mm-hmm. But that was like the last thing. No, she directed that one. Yeah, I remember she did that. that. Okay. Yeah. But she directed another movie too. It was uh I forget the name of that uh, one. Uh Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That was that was one. She didn't direct that. No, she didn't. Yeah. She didn't that. <laughs> she didn't don't don't at me. Don't at me. Yeah, she didn't direct that. Um, um but yeah. Hey, yeah, I, I guess the moral of the story is let's see how <laughs> Game of Thrones shakes out, right? <laughs> like <it> back. <laughs> let's take it back. Now transitioning to this is not going to be like a full topic but we're going to honorably mention it here first reviews and critic responses of the new ghostbusters has come up right so big thing like top dog ign gave it a nine a nine out of ten which is an ign is very, uh, yeah ign is like they're strict strict with their uh with their ratings yeah they gave it a nine, and they said it was a great tribute. You know, the son of, um, oh my goodness, the original Ghostbuster, um, the guy that died. Wow, I'm forgetting his name too. Watch it come Egon. back. Yeah, 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 I'm forgetting. Anyway, original director of Ghostbusters one and two. He, um, you know, he's 
since passed away and his son was the one who penned and and directed this i believe um, they're saying it was a great homage to the original ghostbusters it is a continuation yeah so it picks up after ghostbusters 2 and we completely erase that god well that one supposedly was its own thing so it did never tarnish yeah it's its own yeah. thing but it tarnished it. it it tarnished it the like and i have no i, I have no they, i'm gonna address this up yeah. i have no issue with female casts and movies but the female cast ghostbusters could have been great and it was terrible. Was it the writing? It was the writing. It was the... It, you know what? The acting performances were pretty good. Not going to lie. like they, I think they performed very well. Um, the only person I have an issue with, and I don't know if it's maybe just her as an actor that I don't vibe with, but Leslie Jones, her acting is extremely like over the top. And her comedy is very like shoehorned in yeah yeah and i just it didn't like she works in certain well. things but like there's certain yeah that i'm like like she shouldn't yeah it just it just didn't go well with the material it didn't go it it felt like it was forced in there and didn't really flow with the rest of the characters mm. um like it like i said it could have been great but it, it just it really really missed the mark it was not good it was upsetting how not good it was and it's incredibly forgettable. Like, I yeah, couldn't I even always, tell you what always, that story was about. Like, I haven't seen it, but then I always forget that, like, it happened. But one thing I saw recently, um, I don't know what the connection was, but there was still a homage to that movie. The, the was it 2016, right? The Ghostbusters, the female. Something like that. Yeah, there was a, in the new Ghostbusters movie, there is a, like, little nod to it saying, like, oh, they, they, but it's not connected. It's not, they're not in the same timeline, nothing, none of that. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that that movie was that we did that. I don't know. Who it happened. Called. Yeah, that's basically what they're saying. But a nine from IGN. Hmm. And yeah, then you from other critics. Yeah, and from other critics, uh, I haven't seen any other gradings, but a lot of them have been giving it very good like reviews and saying how good the writing is and how good the acting is. I mean, I can't wait to see it from the first trailer when it was the teaser and all you saw was the uh, the DeLorean. Under the not the DeLorean, no. yeah. the uh, the Ghostbusters mobile yeah. underneath the the tarp the or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the wagon. It, I was like, oh snap! Like from there, it got me, and that was years I, ago that we saw. Yeah, that. Yeah, we that saw that there. a long time ago. And it was a long time. Yeah, ago. the pandemic kind of screwed things up for. Like, I, I still still feel like I lost a year. Um, we all lost a year. Um, what got me was the the car, but then like Paul Rudd. I was like, oh, if Paul Rudd's in it, like you gotta you gotta go see it. It's and kind yeah, of like the, Ryan Reynolds. You can see, well, yeah, you can say that with Ryan Reynolds because it's like. And there was another trailer. It was like one of the first ones where you see the car actually like driving around, right? And, and then, then you see the kids out. come out at yeah. the, as the gun, like yeah. it was in the the Ghostbusters cartoon. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, that that was cool. That was cool. It was cool and it was great. But I want, I want to be one. I want to be a Ghostbusters. The one thing that did bother me with the last trailer that came out, um, I don't know if you saw. They they have all these like the mini stave puffed marshmallow yeah, men. Yeah. Like they were like individual marshmallows and they became little ghosts. I saw that and I was like, oh, I really hope they're not trying to like force this as like I don't know, like like for like this is the kid thing. Like kids are gonna like this thing and like really force that oh, in. Oh, they're gonna like sell that so, to make yeah, story. Yeah, and 
exactly. You, and you know they got to. Like you can still do that. Like and then I saw with the with the little thing. They're gonna sell that. And then I saw Funko now has a full line of the the mini state puff guys and go. they're all different ones from the movie like they're individual like uh monsters or ghosts and yeah i saw that and i was like oh man and then another thing that i have that's like i know we've talked about this before like this is just a 200 cc needle of nostalgia direct into our corroded artery right like oh this is high octane, unfiltered, pure nostalgia. But I really don't want it to be like a lot of fan service. I don't want it to be like every five seconds it's like they're talking about the old Gus, the old Ghostbusters or like something from the old movies. Like so, I, I really would love for it to be its own story with, you know, obviously it has links to the to the old ones, but I really want it to be its own story. Well, compare it to like how do you feel about I, trying to recall that feeling the first time you saw it, not how you feel now, uh, The Force Awakens. Because that was a complete nostalgia trip, too. You see, but I think it had enough... Like, Are we talking about the trailer or the movie? Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, you hope when the move, when you finally see the Ghostbusters movie, it doesn't feel like a nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, that's what I was I'm talking about. I guess when you first saw the first... Uh, well, not the first, The Force Awakens movie. The movie. Yeah. So when I first saw that, I was like, you know, it opens up and it's Ray. Well, I mean, it doesn't open up with that. It opens up with, with Finn and like all his stormtrooper stuff that he's going through. And you see Kylo Ren and he blocks the laser. And it's like the first time we see that. And we're like, oh, snap, he's super powerful. Yeah. But and then after that, it goes straight into Ray in the desert going through the Imperial uh, starship and like scavenging. So it had enough of like, this thing. is in the Star Wars universe, but most of that movie, you know, up until we see the uh, like Han Solo and Chewie and all that, most of that movie was about Rey, right? And it didn't have any real links to, to Skywalker's, like yeah. it it didn't yeah. until we find then you know then she they take the Millennium Falcon, Han Solo picks it up, and then you know start getting a little more tidbits of info, but it's really following her. And it just so happens that well, she, her and Finn. Just yeah, her and Finn. Her. And it just so happens that their stories are colliding with the old Star Wars people, you know. Okay. So I I think they did it okay up until the last movie. Last movie, it, they just poured a whole bucket of fan service. But yeah. you know, so you just don't want that. You want it to be like just how you describe it. Mm-hmm. You wanted the world to meet the new the old the 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 new mm-hmm. stuff. To meet the old stuff in this world, but not just be about the old stuff. Yeah, like I wanted to meet in the world of the new stuff. You know, I don't want it to feel like this is just. And I feel like I've bashed on this movie a couple of times, even though I like it. I don't want it to be like a Ready Player One, where it's just like reference after reference after reference after cameo after. You know what I mean? Like that movie, I really liked. But that movie was like, I think it did a product of it of itself, and it's like very contained. Like, it, like that movie is literally made to be like a bunch of references. Yeah. And, and when they do sequels, prequels, whatever it may be, um, just media at large, a lot of them fall into that that pit of trying to reference the other thing too much. 
to where it's like you don't even care about the news story that's happening. So, you know, there's that balance, right? I think uh, Force Awakens was a great comparison because I think they hit that balance very well. Yeah. So I hope it's more like that and not like... Um, Ready Player One. No. What was the last one? The last Star Wars. Oh, last. Uh, Skywalker. The last Jedi. Rise, right? Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. I, don't, I want it to be Force Awakens. I don't want it to be Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I, I need to go back and watch Ghostbusters again. I believe there was three. Great movies. Oh, no, just two. Two. I don't actually like those three. Two and then the, the 2015, 2016 one. Oh, that one I didn't care about. I just was. And that was it. Okay. Well, no. Nah, yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I completely agree about that because we mentioned it earlier. If, you, if you're going to do a sequel, just let it be its own thing. And if you're going to do a pre, like I said, Monsters, Monsters University did it. It was its own thing. It was its own thing. I I forgot about like laughing, like uh, being a, a power source. It was like mm-hmm. the fact that screamed like this was the height of screaming, and I was like, oh, like this I'm scares. I was like, okay, this is the thing. Um, what's another thing? That yeah, was- it was a new story in that world. Yeah, you know, like it didn't like yes, you had the same characters and all that, but it yeah, gave it us like right. something to care about. Yeah, like it was their backstory. You know. Yeah, I like that. I agree with that. I'm trying to think of another movie, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like that, right? Like, I, I just want to care about the story. And, I, you know, I don't want it to be like, oh, you know, that was so fun. And then that's it. Like, I, I want to care about this movie as its own entity and just be like, wow, like, that was crazy. Like, when I saw Force Awakens, like, when I saw that, I wasn't like, oh, man, that was a great homage to all the old Star Wars movies. I was like, that was a freaking movie like i loved it you know so that that's the that's what i want to have right i know it's it's not new ip yes it's a recycled thing again but like yeah they got me like i'm gonna go see it like like i just want it to be good it's like they always get you and they're gonna be like (laughs) we always made the joke whenever we see uh what was it (laughs) Took in five, the taking. We just kept going and going. And yeah. <laughs> keep making movies. Like, I'll go see that one. Obviously, I didn't see Taken Three. I did not see Taken Three. I saw Taken One. I saw Taken Two. That was my stuff. Taken Two was the daughter, right? The daughter became the the good guy. No, I think that happened like later, later. I, I don't even know if that was real. I, I feel like I'm making that up. Taken One, daughter was taken, and I yeah. think. I even I forgot what Taken Two was. About. I think Taken Two is like, I don't know if Liam Neeson gets taken. No, no, he doesn't get taken because he's the one doing the action. I think no, the I really think or the mom got involved. Someone got involved. I really think Taken Two is like you. It follows the daughter and like she's trying to save. That's probably I'll tell you right true. now. Taken Two, the Takening. Taken Two or Taken Seven, the China Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Who gets kidnapped? You said who gets kidnapped and <laughs> and taken? Yeah, yeah. Damn, this is like a cluster. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it follows. Yeah, she's in. Yeah, it, it follows the daughter. With the daughter all together. Yeah. So who was it? Retired. Let's rescue his daughter. Yep. Brian and Lenore, yeah, her parents. So Liam Neeson and um, his wife, his ex-wife, they get taken, 
And then the, the daughter that got taken in the first movie goes after to, to find them. So that was two. That was two. I didn't see three. Wait, I don't know I what happened. Like, in... I feel like three, he's getting chased by someone or something. Like, I don't know. I, I never Three, I think, puts him back in the driver's seat because I remember the, the poster was him doing that classic like action thing with like guns like this. And it's a taken like diagonal. Right, and yeah. the E was a three. You got to love you gotta love those posters. It's, it's great. <laughs> I wonder how many movie posters look exactly like that. Oh, a lot. You know how many Marvel movie, Marvel posters look the same? Yeesh. Facts. I try Very not true. to stare at them too much because I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I'll, I'm there for the Marvel movie. Just don't care for the posters. They're just a copy and paste. Like um, Phase 1 posters were great. <laughs> yeah. I love the Phase 1. I mean, like phase and one you know what? Like a bit of 2. One of my favorite posters was Ant-Man's. Do you remember seeing one. the movie theater po- poster of Ant-Man 1? Was it, it was literally just all white. Yeah, and was, dead center. It was like the super small, and outfit. that was very clever. That was very clever. Yeah, Simple, that was clever. my my like favorite one. Because you can't do that with any other poster. You do that with uh, uh, Doctor Strange. What are you doing? Like kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. And then they're all the other, they're always like, then Ant Man and the Wasp fell to the same thing as like, you know, it's that, that, superheroes back to back. Yeah, and it's like slanted, and yeah. it's like, ooh. like what they should have like, done for that one, which would have been clever and simple actually do a big poster oh no but i would have spoiled it that would have spoiled it of him being giant man oh yeah well wait actually well no because he was giant man yeah, in Ant-Man in, in, in uh, civil war yeah but yeah, he also he did it in in the first ant-man for a hot sec no he didn't he didn't yeah because he says it in civil war he was like i've he only says, done this one I time did before. It, but he, we never see it he just Are said, you I, sure? Yeah, because Civil War happens after. That's part of Phase Three. Yeah, yeah. So he says, "Oh, I did it before," but he never. We never. We as the audience never saw it, but he did it for the first time in Civil War. So if if Ant Man and Wasp should have done like a big giant poster of Giant Man, and then you have mm. the Wasp like somewhere floating. Yeah. Maybe do a little side. But I guess yeah, it it might ruin it because he wasn't formally called Giant Man or anything. So true. But there's the But yeah, their their posters kind of suck once in a while. Well, most of the time. But what? Moving on to our next topic of the day. So we're gonna talk about anime. Animes. Animes. Animes is a anime is the Japanese art of animation. Not cartoons. Not cartoons. Animations. Serious, serious things like food and monsters and swordsmen and a lot of chakras and key and and demons. Like serious stuff. Hockey. You said key already? I said key. There's chi too, because it's the same thing. There's chi and key. And there's um, all these serious things. Will you know weird weird women doing crazy stuff super explicit sex things in that, cartoon form you know the japanese culture people are normal with cuz yep. that doesn't really affect them um the the reason we're talking about this cuz i saw i saw a meme which was funny cuz i'm like i'm i'm 29 right so it was you like are. still 30 and you're watching anime. So I'm like, oh, I'm still watching anime. I always picture myself as a 65-year-old just watching anime. 
and I'm probably still watching, reading one. I mean, I can't imagine, right? Like, since it's something that we've grown up with, like, I can't imagine not having at least one in my, in my, in my deck, right? Yeah, like, like if if I can't keep up, because like, think about it. Let's say, you know, hypothetically, but realistically, we're gonna be rich one day. Um, yeah, of course. We're 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 retired early. We got not much to do. We're, that's what we're gonna watch. That in our movies, continuing the MCU. Um, when we're like 150, we won't be able to get out of our bed. So what are we gonna do? We're gonna watch anime. Um, I'm probably gonna be rewatching One Piece for the billionth time. Like friend people that watch Friends or The Office. We're gonna be 150, and it's gonna be finally the last chapter is gonna come out. <laughs> He, because you know what it is? Ichiro Oda is frozen in a time capsule. Every time he has a new idea, he gets taken out. Yeah, they thought him out chapter, to write a chapter and then put him back, put in. Him back in cryo so sleep. He is uh, the Japanese Winter Soldier. Yep, I get that. Um, but yeah, um, I think I'm going to still do it. Because you know what it is? like. We were subjected to anime since we were like babies. And the first one that sticks to mind is Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z, like that, those franchises, what kind of made it more popularized, popular, popularized was mm-hmm. Pokemon. Oh, and, yeah. And in my head, when I always think people say cartoons, I always say, oh, I had a feeling Pokemon was different because it had that very anime-ish because I didn't know anime yet, but I knew it was very Japanese. I knew it was Eastern. And I was like, oh, yeah, like this is dope. Then you got the Yu-Gi-Oh's. Then you got the Digimons. Like we grew up on it. It makes me think of the people in the old days when they used to, and they were adults at the time when cartoons and or car, the funny papers and the comics. That wasn't just for kids. That was for entertainment. You had the radio. Yeah. There wasn't TV really at the time. You had radio. You had comic books, and now it's subjected to be, hey, that's for kids, but it's really not. It's really not. Yeah, it's a it's that thing of like you know whenever there's a new thing. Uh, it seems like the consensus is like that's for the younger crowd, right? Yeah. Like think when computers came out, like yeah, it had a lot of scientific value, but a lot of people saw it as like a game thing, right? It's like you know they're they're fun to play games on, but like what are you ever gonna really use that for? And now it's like it's, it's a thing, a part of your life, yeah, and like in your pocket. When video game consoles came out, it was a thing of like you know that's a toy, you know after yeah. the first adopters who have to be adults, right? Then it's a toy, yeah, because it's it's just entertainment for entertainment's sake. And then as we grow up and as we're able to kind of like, I guess like move that technology along, right. As we iterate on it and it becomes better, sleeker and smoother. Like we're able to tell more complex stories. So for video games, right. It came from being a pocket toy that was just meant to pass the time to, being able to take you away from reality and tell you this visual interactive story. Seriously. Like you yeah. go from playing Pong with two dots and lines. Yeah. The God of War. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly that. Right. And I think 40 to 50 years. That's a, that's a big jump. That's crazy. That's, that's yeah. big. And, and to think like how more advanced the actual technology became, yeah. right? Like, the Atari uh, was 2600 was a huge ass like yeah. cinder block thing. It was, it was big. It was my car, size of a car. Yeah, and then to see the Wii, guys. <laughs> then to see the Wii, like yeah. freaking this big. We're gassing it. But there was also a Game Boy Micro 
With, yeah, then the so, Game Boy like, Micro, which was that, like a I deck of cards. The, that was the smallest thing. Is that the smallest system ever? Well, like handheld system, maybe. Or just system and never. Not or if we're talking about handheld systems, yes, it's the smallest. I'm talking about systems and never, like being a console as well. I think that's the smallest little device. It might be. Yeah. Cause it's literally like it's, it's super duper small. Yes. But so that might yeah, it's like that. Yeah, it's pretty close to that. Uh, but yeah, audio like, listeners, Jay just held up a Mott's apple juice. Oh yeah, box. I've been drinking <laughs> apple juice this whole time. If you're just listening, so it was great. Nice little little aperitif. But, but yeah, and I think anime. You know, obviously, anime has always been a storytelling like vehicle. I think yes, but, it's always been storytelling. It's been a storytelling vehicle, and like even I tell you, like my experience, like growing up, like and it. It's after I, because I had dial, we all had dial up at some point, but I think people around me moved a little faster and they got uh, DSL. Um, when I finally got digital speed line, <laughs> uh, is that what it's called? I, I believe it's called digital speed line, yes, because still no uses, way. it still uses the phone line, but it's a different, it's not, it's not fiber optics. Yeah. For the longest time, it was DSL and then. Then I went on to cable, but it was still cable. It was still not fiber optics. Not everything's oh, fiber optics. Close. It's digital subscriber line. Is it really? Oh, wow. I yeah. it but anyway, close enough. Still, I mean, I would have never even thought of that it was digital whatever line. Yeah. So when I finally got that, because I was still with AOL, but AOL had this thing with uh, Verizon. They had like a little co-parenting thing when it came to the internet. So I got that, and I looked at that as a goal. That was like my... That was because I never grew up with cable. Everyone had cable. Everyone had the bootleg cable. Everyone had real cable. I had nothing. I had the antenna. I had the rabbit ears. The rabbit ears. The rabbit ears. Um, we had bootleg cable. You were so cool. Um, yeah, people always talking about you know uh, the latest episode uh, DBZ, and I'm here like, oh uh, yeah. I remember like I, I spoke about. to my dad about that not too long ago. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, man, like I always remember like because back in the day and my dad's still a pretty uh, big like wrestling fan. And when I was younger, I I'd always watched with him. Um, yeah. I remember talking to him. I was like, yeah, like, I remember like we always got like all like the big fights and everything. Like what? Like how did we have all that? And he was like he like laughed and he was like, uh, <laughs> are you recording? It wasn't it wasn't like a legitimate box. <laughs> Yeah, because you know that was a thing too. So, kind of before I go back to what I was saying, I would watch. It was on. I think at the time it was on like Fox Five. They had the wrestling on Fridays, but then they always talk about like Sunday or Monday Night Raw. But that was on cable, and I'm like, how am I going to yeah. see the continuation of that story? So I had to wait till I go to school. People talk about it, and then watch the new episode on Friday. So that was my life. But anyway, so I finally got the the digital subscriber line, and then I was watching everything. I was consuming like my eyes if you remember that verizon commercial when like the guy turned like his eye turned into a robot because it was like what was it? it was a verizon phone commercial it was oh the the ibot no it was some sort of robot phone it was like that was its thing whatever it was called um but yeah i felt like my eyes were turning into like a robot i watched <laughs> i went back and watched digimon adventures one digimon adventures two three four and went metabots Fighting food on. I went I went hard and Beyblade. And I was like, wait, I remember watching One Piece because One Piece got taken on four kids and they got moved mm-hmm. to uh 
Cartoon Network, but they took it off Cartoon Network. So I was like, I'm gonna go back and what? That's when I got. Yeah, it was only on Toonami for a little while. Yeah, and then I went back and just watched that. I was watching Batman. Be- I was watching all the classics, watching the new stuff, getting my Naruto and YouTube. Remember, back in the day before Google got YouTube, and there was no Crunchyroll, there was no Funimation, and if they did, you still had to pay. It wasn't subscriptions; so you had to pay for like each chunk like of episode, episodes, right? Episodes, whatever, or season. So YouTube had. You know, people legally put it up on YouTube, and I used to type in One Piece episode 300 part I remember one. people used to put up episodes, and they would flip it. So, like, it they, like they didn't did do that. rupture the copyright or whatever. Yeah, but remember, so you'd have to watch it, and it's, yeah. like, backwards. So, it wasn't, it wasn't um, that strict at that when I was watching it, because I was still watching it normally, but they had to break it up, because you couldn't have 24-minute thing so they broke it up so i'm watching part one of one piece i'm like oh ah, ah. and then or the second part of naruto and that would be my whole day until my mom came home and then i would turn off the computer because the thing is steaming hot for me <laughs> watching all this anime and i would just and i think that's when uh the weekday cartoon started dying down a bit um mm-hmm. yeah they started dying down a bit because i remember it was like shaolin showdown and uh, Mega Man NT Warrior was like that's when, the, and then it was starting to die out at some point. Then it was only Saturdays. So then the weekdays, when you know, vacation, that was just anime, anime central. Then I was getting into anime. I was just like, the big O, the Cowboy Bebop, Sam, oh my gosh, Samurai Sampu. You don't even know. My box is a brain, Wolf's Reign, Outlaw Star. I could keep going. And, and, I, and then, because for the longest time, I kept trying to download Full Metal Alchemist. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't find a good copy. Then I just said, you know what, whatever. Then I stayed with Bleach at the time when Bleach was good. So the the big three, which everyone will agree, the big three was Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece. Then I used to download them, but there was a what about Dragon Ball Z. What are you talking about? It wasn't no as at the time because the big three of before was Dragon Ball Z. Uh, no, Dragon Ball Z was its own thing until it started dying out. Because remember, Dragon Ball Z was done already. So mm-hmm. then, the the what filled that vacuum was One Piece, Naruto, and Bleach. Bleach died off. Now, like currently, now the big three is probably Attack on Titan. Well, not my big hero. three, my hero. Like, but I don't want to say big three because One Piece is still the last out of the others. Because Naruto is the last of the old guard. Yeah, literally last of the old guard. And once One Piece is done, who fills that vacuum? My hero is gonna be done soon. So it's like, who's gonna fill that vacuum? But yeah, man, I was just. And then I found just I went into that's when I became I became a pirate. I was proud <laughs> finding all this anime. Uh, I found a link that gave me anime of it was like an archive of anime. Like my, look at my like it was an archive. I I found a lot, and they were I still have them on my hard drives. Like it's crazy. Like good. Like I found like Gundam X, Gundam Turn A that only came out in China. Like I was like bruh. I'm trying to go. It's crazy. I was on my anime life. And then it's so weird because I had such a different. I'm sorry. Are you done with your, no, I'm your done. anime? I'm, I could keep going, okay. but I'll be done right now. Go ahead. <laughs> I had such a different like exposure, I guess, to anime, right? So I guess my, my first one that I got, I guess I latched onto was Pokemon, right? Like Pokemon yeah. was the thing. And I remember <laughs> them eating the rice balls and calling them donuts like it was <laughs> i watched a lot of pokemon like a lot so pokemon was my thing and then you know 
I guess like a year or two later, maybe, or maybe even at the same time, Dragon Ball Z was a big deal, right? But didn't I remember, that before for you? Because I think Dragon Ball Z, yeah. I don't know because Pokemon came out in like '96 or '97, right? Like you're, you're, you're not wrong because at one, so I before kids Kids WB started their line on Saturday, before it was Dragon Ball Z, but it was the edited version. It wasn't Toonami. It was still on. It was still on Channel Eleven. Um, yeah. So, so I saw. So it came out. Because Dragon Ball Z was out for a long time, like I'm talking about, like to the world. Yeah. So it originally aired in Japan, 1997. So that means that Pokemon in the U.S. I want to say right, it probably started in like 98. If it started in 97 in Japan, yeah, in 98 first run was 98. Got it. So that was the first grade. for yeah. me, I didn't start watching Dragon Ball Z until it came out to Toonami. Oh, okay. Because for me, so so I, didn't I, watch had, it. I had early exposure. Okay. Yeah, I didn't watch it on eleven. I watched it on Toonami when it Makes first sense. came through. And I watched and that's I watched from what was it, Saiyan Saga all the way up to Boo. Okay, nice, nice. So I, I watched that that whole thing and it was abridged or whatever, but we, yeah. you know, it was what the about whole thing. So and then Yu-Gi-Oh! I watched as well, but Yu-Gi-Oh! came after Dragon Ball Z. Like, oh, Dragon really? Ball Z had already been going, and then Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, okay. came out. Got it. Yu-Gi-Oh! came out, I want to say, like, 99, maybe? Maybe 2000? It was probably, like, um, 2000, 2001. Yeah, and I, I definitely watched the first... I remember the... Like the, the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh!, right? And then yeah. it culminated with them fighting Pegasus at the end. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I remember watching the second season... I don't think it was a new series. I, I think it was the second season. Yeah, they still uh, because did. it was it still followed Yami Yugi. So, yeah. and I remember they had like the portable. Uh, that was with Kaiba. Because yeah, with Kaiba, the portable decks, and like they were playing like out in the streets now, and I was like, oh, that was but, crazy. Yeah, and then then I watched when they, that. When um, they stole the toys. <laughs> I never got mm-hmm. it. I never got. It. I always wanted it. Yeah, me too. But. Yeah, and then I had the cards and everything, and Digimon was always peppered through there. Yeah. I, as it aired, I watched one and, and two. two. Yeah, and I think three I went to later. Four I used to watch like before school, like when yeah. I was older. We talked about that. <laughs> yeah, um, and then on Foxbox, when Foxbox was a thing, I watched um, Fighting Foodons. I would watch um, Sonic. Sonic. Oh, what was the, what was the wrestling one? Oh, Ultimate Muscle. Ultimate oh, Muscle. Oh, man, Muscle. I Ultimate used to watch Muscle. Ultimate Muscle. Um, and then with four kids, right? Oh, no, it wasn't four kids. It was four um, kids was WB. still part of Fox Box, but yeah. Yeah, but WB Kids yes. was Jackie Chan Adventures. That was definitely an anime. Like the animation style to me, that Jackie Chan yeah, Adventures was, was an anime. Was... Um, <laughs> it, I, I and... would say that. <laughs> what else? I think that was it, like, early, like, I watched a lot of the kid ones, and I remember, like, at night or early in the morning if I woke up, I used to watch Inuasha, which was weird, because I was a kid, and I, none of it really made sense to me. That was, but like, I used that was more, you had to be older to watch that. Too. Yeah, but I still watched it, because it was yeah. a cartoon, and people were fighting. So I watched Inuasha, exactly. and then I watched, um... Oh I'll tell you, you said you woke up early, right? I got you, I'll give you some names. You got Sailor Moon, you got Zoids. 
Oh, Zoids, I watched the yeah, crap out because of it. It's I had the toys fighting, and everything. Robots yeah, fighting. Zoids, I, oh my god. Zoids burned a freaking hole in my head. Um, um, it wasn't Sailor Moon, I watched a couple, but I always thought it was like a girl thing, so I didn't Really? Like, like Sailor Moon? Like the, the sound, the opening? That didn't get you? Like, no, I watched a couple episodes, but I always, like in my head, I was like, oh, it's a show about girls, so it's like, it's a girl nah, show. Like, to, to me, that was like Bef- like Xena the Warrior. Like Princess. now, I would watch it like without yeah. a problem. Like I don't care. Like, Xena but... the Warrior Princess. That was like my anime version mm. of that. Mm. Like, yeah, my show. So it's like I I watched some of it, but not a lot. Um, you didn't. Mention yeah, there was anything. stuff I used to watch in the morning, and I remember it was Inuasha. Uh, Digimon uh, was a series. What was the the one that we were talking about? The the one that we used to watch before school. Yeah, when they were with the Digimon. That was Frontier. Frontier. Um, I'm trying to think one. Dra- oh, sometimes in the morning, Dragon Ball would come on, oh, yeah, and I watched a lot of Dragon Ball, and I got exposed to Dragon Ball be- uh, way after Dragon Ball Z, so then I got to see that play out, and I really liked Dragon Ball. I watched most of it, I would say, if not all of it, when oh, I was Gundam younger. And Gundam Wing. Oh, that's the other one. Gundam Wing, I used to watch. Um, and they had it early in the morning, but they also had it on Toonami once in a while and i used to catch them and i used to watch and then i had like gundam toys for a little bit uh my my dad used to build the models and i think i had one too and like that's how i got started you know i i still build gundam models now um but yeah the gundam and yuasha like those i never watched like religiously and all the way through you know yeah but like they were always like i watched a couple of episodes here and there um yeah, yeah, those were the shows that like I kind of got into later because like I went back and watched the classes that we grew up like when you would watch like the Metabots or Fighting Foodons. They were just you may have missed a Saturday or so, but yeah. I actually watched it through, and then that kind of that catapulted me into anime, and that's when I was like, mm-hmm. I can tell you, animes now you'd probably be like, oh, I don't know what that is, or you'd be like, nah, because you know, anime. <laughs> it's funny, you and you would understand this. Anime names nowadays are kind of like when you get into harder rock metal music, the, the weirder the name, the weirder it gets. Mm-hmm. Or the obscure it gets. Now, I don't say weirder because anime is weird. Um, subject oh, anime is super but, weird. But in a great way. But um, like if I mentioned like Gurren Lagan or Kill a Kill same by the same company, uh, you'd be like, what is that? And I'm like, nah, but you can still you always- can talk about weird anime. Kill a Kill is, is weird. And that's one of those shows that where it's dope when you're watching it, but then yeah, when it's the crazy. Scene, scene comes in and the parents walk in or the fiance, girlfriend, wife walks in and they're like, what the hell is this? And they talk yeah, like, about it. They talk yeah. crap about it, but it's like, and you tell them, no, it's a dope show. It's fil-. You try to, and you're defending it, but you flub over it because of what's showing right now. You're saying it's philosophical. But then all you see is like boobs and cleavage on TV, and it's, yeah, like, it's like, but that's there, and and that's the thing. It's Japanese culture where they always poke fun at it because they always make fun of the boy of being weird, and which we're being weird about it in real life, saying it's just not like that. Um, there were times when I used to watch in my room back in my parents, and then I, when my mom would walk in, and I would just like either pause it or flip the screen because I'm like, she's not gonna get it. She's gonna look at it and be like, what the hell is this? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get adventurous with my animes like until much later like that puts you on like that attack on titan yeah probably like college to be honest because my initial exposure was either cartoon network or toonami yeah. i mean toonami's on cartoon network but those were my exposures yeah toonami was like the 
and that was really it. Like, I didn't know where to find this stuff outside of that. Like, I didn't rent it. I didn't buy these things. Like, that's just what my exposure was. And then in high school, maybe like a little bit more like I, I saw, but not a lot. You know, and it wasn't until college where you really kind of like exposed me more and I was able to see more that I branched out. Yeah. And then I and one I, thing I, that like yeah. and I completely didn't even mention it. One thing that I watched a lot was One Piece when I was a kid. Yeah. One Piece was on Toonami and I used to watch it as it came out. I watched all the way through. I mean, looking back on it now, like yeah, sure it was like two hundred episodes maybe, but I got a lot. I don't even know if it was two hundred episodes. They they cut a lot of episodes and it was heavily edited, so they fused yeah. a lot of episodes together. I so got up the chopper. Did. Yeah. Yeah, they fused a lot of those episodes. They edited a lot. Yeah, I got up when to chop I, I was like, yeah, he needs to join the crew. He needs to watch that. <laughs> but and you, like, one show you didn't mention, I don't know if you remember it. Back, it was like on Kids WB, uh, Card Capture Sakura. No, I don't know that. Now, so the show now, like, I can't watch it without that theme song. That theme song is fire. I'm going to send it to you. You're going to be like, wow. Like that, the, the opening made me watch the show. It was very different. Okay. Yeah, it was really dope. That was one show like I watched every week too. Like I always like whenever I found a different anime, I guess, like I got into it, right? Like Digimon, I had the cards. Like I had games. Pokemon had the cards, had games. Yu-Gi-Oh had the cards. I didn't really have Yu-Gi-Oh video games, but I had a lot of the cards. And each time, like I always really got into it. Like Dragon Ball Z, like I used to play the video, the fighting games of oh, Dragon Ball yeah, Z. Budokai. And, uh, so much. Yep. Budokai, Tenkaichi, yes. Tenkaichi Budokai. Yeah. Like, I played all of them. Like, from, I guess, there was a Game Boy one that I played on the GBA, but oh, there right. was also, like, from PlayStation 2 onwards, right? Like, I always played um, Dragon Ball Z fighting games. And, you know, I always, like, whenever I found one, I always kind of, like, stuck with it and, like, got the toys and all that stuff. Yeah. But, I never really went out venturing to find new ones until probably like college. And um, then like, you know, be, sur- being surrounded by people that like anime and like go and seek it out. Right. Um, then I started watching like attack on Titan, my hero. Um, really? I saw one, one that I really loved and it's such a good, it's only one season. No, um, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I don't think you do. Um, I one season. That- I forget the title, but it's uh, something Sakamoto. That's not. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Haven't you heard? I'm Sakamoto. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard? Because I, I always weird title. Name. Weird title. But and a weird oh show. My... But it's like and a weird funny. show. Very weird. But it was just like a weird slice of life, and it all it is is just following this one guy who's like a good person, and people in school that are bullies are trying to bully him, and. They all become his friend because he's such a good person. And that's it. That and he, they think he's really cool. Yeah. Like he's that's it. super cool. Everything he does looks ridiculous, but it's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And he's so confident in everything that he makes it cool. Yeah. And that's it. He's just a cool guy who's nice. And it's 12 episodes. And that last episode stabbed me through the heart. Oh, man. If you don't have, have feelings. Start over. If you don't have feelings at that last episode, you're dead inside. I was like, I was like, <gasps> like, I, like my soul left. And, and see, oh my, twelve episodes, twelve episodes. You you crush that in like yeah, you can do that. Twenty in a day. minute episodes. Yeah, you can do that in a day. 
Skip it. And if you skip the the end openings and endings, you can get through. Yeah, it's, yeah. And the little recaps. Two hours. Two hours. Literally. But that's, that's and that's like crazy. Going back, like going back to like you the way you're saying like how you're getting all these. The good thing is because mind you, I had to like mine these animes, and then they were given to us via. Because not only that, when Netflix was the only streaming service, kind of like before Hulu, and then when Hulu started peppering it in, I would who Netflix had not like nothing, and they had some random obscure ones. Ooh, one that hits me through the heart, Punk. Uh, uh, what's the name of this uh, anime? I'm always forgetting. Uh, Desert Punk, one of my favorite animes. Everything like that, I would like it on um, because Netflix give you the option to like it. Any anime I saw, even if I didn't watch it, I'd like it. So like, Netflix knew that people were like, "Oh, they're into anime." So I was yeah, you were doing like your your own yeah, vote. I'm one so, person, yeah. but like whenever yeah. I went to people's houses, I would like all the anime, and it, because <laughs> the algorithm wasn't as uh, strong or what's the, whatever the word is, it like wasn't sophisticated or sophisticated. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't as sophisticated. To be like, oh, this person likes anime. I was, it was, it was sophisticated enough to say anime is uh, something that people want. So I yeah. wouldn't mess someone's queue up. Like if I went, yeah, to it wouldn't, yeah, theater, it wouldn't just be like, oh, you like, want all this. And yeah. yeah. Now, if you do that, you watch one episode of something. It's like, hey, I see you watch. Oh, yeah, it, you, it yeah, in. you must love this. <laughs> but yeah, like now that you're exposed, because any you can go to, you, because what do you have? And you have HBO Max. Anime is there. Um, Sony just got Crunchyroll, which is going to be, is, which is under Funimation. They're going to fuse that. Like, it's going to be, it's everywhere now. Um, but yeah, like, it, it's dope that uh, anime, anime is more popular. Like I said, like, uh, my fiance, she works in, uh, with Girls Inc. She, her, the kids that she talks, they're all they talk about, and they're all girls. They all talk about is anime. That's cool. Cause back in the day, they'll look at you like you're a weirdo. Like, why? Why are you saying these words? Why are you saying these Jap- these weird words? They're not even Japanese. They're weird words. Why are you saying these weird things? And you know what? Going back to what I said, I think two episodes ago, when I when I was talking about my wife getting to see the majestic mm-hmm. yeah. movie that was Shang Chi, these kids, they didn't earn it. They didn't they earn it. They didn't earn them. this. They got handed. You like know, you can hear my story. <laughs> the names and the name calling. And the like, getting called weird, and being a social outcast because you like this thing, because you like this thing, and like that they didn't understand. We made it cool. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like growing up, we were the last. I I truly believe that this like our generation, generation, yeah, we're the last ones to get bullied. Yeah, like because or made fun of because I look. Even five years later, my my younger sister, her class, right? They were all friends. Mm-hmm. All of them, all twenty something of them, were friends, and most of them to this day. My sister's now twenty two. She was going to school with these kids from when she was five mm-hmm. up until she was like fifteen, yeah, or sixteen, sixteen. Uh-huh. So she was going to school with these kids for about a decade. And the, a lot of them are still in contact today. They were all friends. When I went to school, you had like, well, me, I had like four friends and everyone else hated us. Oh, wow. Like yeah, I would say the same thing, too. I would say the same thing, too. Like everyone else thought we were weird. Yeah. 
I always that was it. We talked about anime. We talked. Um, yeah, we talked about stuff that we liked. Comic and, books. Yeah, comic books, anime, cartoons, like. And, you know and because funny? we weren't like, I don't know, cool enough, or, and I guess having sex in sixth grade, like we were just seen as like little kids and like weird and like, oh, why do you like that? That's baby. I remember, stuff. yeah, like, it's funny. Like you're a kid, you're like, oh, that's cool. You get to high school, you're a loser, and then you're thirty. You're, oh, you still like that? That's cool. Like it's yep. a weird transition. I remember, I remember vividly. Uh, you know the Batman uh show, the Batman. Like it was like it yeah, was the yeah. same uh animation as Jackie Chan Adventures. Mm-hmm. So I remember I saw season one, and then they made the trailer for season two because I was always hyped for the fall season of cartoons. And then they showed Batgirl, and I was like, and I was tight. I remember in sixth grade classroom, I was just like, why does she want Batgirl? Like she doesn't come first. I was just so like, it's supposed to be Robin, Dick Grayson becoming. You know, coming Robin. He's supposed to be the first, you know, he's Batman's ward. And then I remember this kid, like, I think it was the first Batman time I met him. Because, like, you know, new kids come in. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't think I said those words, but I'm just coming up to me. Right? But he was like. I oh, hope you did. <laughs> I wish, right? Um, they're like, what is that? But, um, yeah. And then he was like, what are you, a baby? And I was like, no. He's like, were you still a kid? You still watch those? And I was like, nah. I just I thought it was, it was weird that they didn't follow this structure. And I just like it felt I was embarrassed because yeah. we're both the same height. He's like, "Yo, you should be tall. Yo, we're tall. We're we're attractive." And I, at the time, I was I didn't think I was attractive. I was I was like, "Ill." I'm like, "I don't." We're both the same. We're the tallest in our class. Mm-hmm. Like, we should be talking to girls. I'm like, "We're in sixth grade." I didn't. I was it's like, I, st- "I I like cartoons though." Like, I still like cartoons, and then like, and then the only reason I got cool with him was the year later we were in the same basketball team. But then I was like, mm. and I didn't think that was gonna make me cool, but. Even if I wanted that to be myself to be cool, not to get off tangent here, but it really didn't. I still liked my animes. I still liked, yeah, like no, and no one made fun of me though. I guess that was its perk. <laughs> no one made fun of me for liking anime and comics. But um, I remember yeah, yeah, these I remember, kids these days, they, like, they got it too good. Everyone that, loves anime. Everyone has an anime that they've heard the same of. Thing like, with the MCU. like everyone's like, oh, I love Iron Man. Why do you love Iron Man? Because Tony, Robert Downey Jr., blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no. We had I'm like, like no. <laughs> we we spit, spit on stupid American. <laughs> like you, we saw the Iron Man cartoon on Channel Five, and then got into the books. But yeah, it, it was. But anime, anime, like, but you know what it is? I'm gonna say anime held held it down for me. Like it held it down. Like when I needed place to go, that's where I went. Like, that was my escape. Yeah. Um, and I learned a lot, like, you know, like my parents being, I'm, I'm first born here. My parents like, yeah, I had my parents, but like, I learned a lot from it and especially it's philosophy. Like it's, I learned a lot from it and it's just like, you can't take that away from me. That's one thing that like Western cartoons are really slow at. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, they've been doing better, like, especially recently, but it's the, the philosophy. I feel like anime has always had that elevated kind of thought process when it comes to stories yeah. and it's very like as weird as it can get and as silly it's very human yeah and it, like, it's, it's weird down to earth way. when yeah. the human emotions are involved yeah like i remember like i remember reading like uh akira toriyama about dragon ball he's like he made it because boys are interested in fighting but like that's dragon ball but that was what catapulted us into the anime world so when you're a kid watching all these it's geared for teenagers. Imagine these teenage kids growing up, learning these things. I'm not saying they're all going to be non-delinquents, but like, 
I'm pretty sure that would be a lot. It keeps them out of trouble. And even for me, like now when you're watching cartoons back then, like they were silly. You got the Dexter's Laboratory. Like, I don't think I really learned anything. I just laughed a lot. The Ed, Ed and Eddie. Yeah. It, those were more so to just like you turn got, your brain off. Yeah. You threw Adventure Time back in the day when it came to a, a, a dad abandoning his kid. You wouldn't see that back in the day. No. Um, like, yeah, anime is weird, but it still held its value. And people think it's, they go back to saying, why are you watching those cartoons? My dad was the same way. Why are you watching? I'm like, it's not like, and I'd even say, I never got mad at people saying it's not a cartoon, it's anime. I said, it's not just a cartoon because it is drawn, it is animated, but I'm like, there are shows that are on the same level as Game of Thrones, but you would choose Game of Thrones because it's live. Yeah, because it's, it's a live action, but you're thinking because it's cartoon, like shows like Attack on Titan, that is heavy. Literally, the first episode is heavy, but you can't take it because it's animated. Part, yeah, it's animated, and it's like you can't. Some people like I would like I would have you know Gabby. She uh, she she can't stand the fact that the anime is on, even if it's not in Japanese. Some people just can't watch it. Yeah, and I know our wife. Yeah, Erica's friends, the same way. Like she yeah. just is not about animation and yeah. unless it's like you know disney cartoon or something yeah that or like spider-verse no not even i oh, not even to that. get erica to watch an animated thing is in i don't think we've ever even done it outside of like um disney stuff oh. because she sees it so much as like a dorky kid thing you know like avatar is something that i really want to show her but she can't get past the animation aspect mm. she just thinks it's kitty you know, I, and, I would, and that's a good place to start too. Like, I yeah, and talk about like I had her, serious I had Gabby, stuff. Yeah, I had Gabby watch Avatar and then watch Legend of Korra. Like, she enjoyed it. Yeah. Like, there were times I was ha- like, I was happy she was watching it because, like, mm-hmm. I know she's aware of the themes. Like, yeah, like I remember she was like, and for all the listeners, if you haven't seen it, stop listening, go, and then come back. Like, you know, the, you know, uh, wow, the earthbenders being subjected to basically slavery on the Fire Nation. It, it's crazy. But obviously, they're not going to say slavery, but we see what it is. Um, yeah, it's like, obviously, it's it's made for children entertainment. Exactly. But as an adult, you can really appreciate the up. lessons that it's instilling because it's teaching kids lessons without having to shove it down their throat right? yeah, and as a, add to someone's that's different literally and as an adult you see it and you're like wow like this is good storytelling and it it holds up like not only does the animation hold up but the philosophy behind it a lot of it is just about and i feel like this is a theme in in most animes it's about being a good person yeah like the protags right the protagonist always it's like they don't care what you look like, who you are. It's about being good to each other and like forming a bond. That's typically what most animes are about. What life is. And then when yeah. things get hard, it sucks. And we're there. Like life is going to get hard. Pick yourself back up. Keep going. You got, yeah, and it's, you got people. And it's just, yeah, it's just, it's, it's hard to explain to those that didn't grow up on, you know, animation because there'll be that stigma forever that it's you know for younger people but you know even stuff like pokemon right like when ash lets go of butterfree that he can live a better life that is to this day that is gut-wrenching that and the pikachu in the movie when pikachu is slapping or crying over a stone yeah like to try and wake him up yeah dude it's gut-wrenching slapping each other it's 
gut wrenching because but, it, it's it's so there's so much emotion put into those things like passion. yes it's a show for kids but any human being can relate to the themes any human being if they take the time can truly find the merit in this and honestly i think this is a great thing it's not anime but is a it's foreign media we finished squid games the other day me and erica yes i need to finish i saw the first episode but go ahead great great show it's a Korean made. It's a Korean made show. Erica typically is not one for like foreign. I guess different, different like media's. You know yeah. what I mean? Like stuff that's not very much oh, like her, her forte. Oh, so, that's insane. Yeah, it's hard to, for her to kind of like branch out to newer stuff. But this was the thing. You know, it was everywhere. Even her fourth grade kids. We're talking about it, even though yeah, it's not a show for fourth great, graders. Yeah, and same for Gabby's kids. I'm like, well, yeah. Wow. So they were talking about it, and like, she was like, "Oh, I don't want anything spoiled for me." She had such a good time with it, and the writing there was fantastic. And I remember, like, we were—I don't think it was at the end, but it was like episode six or seven. She was talking about it, and I was like, "There's so much I want to show you." I was like, "There's so many good animes that yeah. are just like this." And I, I even like, said, "Yeah, I said that to Gabby because Gabby's not going to watch it. We watched the first episode because mm-hmm. for her, there's certain things that are gory, but that bothers me because I think she mm-hmm. didn't like the way the first episode was executed." But I'm like, it's rough. It is, but I'm like, she's watched shows like Sons of Anarchy and Breaking Bad, even though they're not as gory. Yeah, and like abrupt as the first episode of Squid Games, but it's like you—if you turn that Squid Games into it's an anime, if you literally yeah. animate it, you know how many people would not watch that show if it was anime? Yeah, which is that is crazy. It probably wouldn't be as popular as if it yeah. was animated. So, but it can so easily be an anime. Exactly. I like, watched. I was watching. I'm like, this is an anime. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, but yeah, and and and. Gabby as well. Like, I don't try to force her to watch anime. I just like, hey, you want to yeah. watch this? Like, I try to stick to the serious shows. Like, I put her on Avatar. She dug it. Mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted to see, like, I had seen, I had shown her the first episode of Cowboy Bebop. No, it's not heavy. It's not, obviously, not realistic, but it's not, like, kitty. It's not, like, as goofy as, like, One Piece or mm-hmm. uh, what's another? Yeah, another show, like, One Punch Man. I'm not going to throw her into that. Yeah. Like, just be like, okay, like, here's this. And then just enjoy it. And I'll watch it with you. Like, that could be our thing. I'm not going to put you on some crazy Gouda Lagan killer kill. Like, I'm not going to go into all that or whatever. But you don't want to show her any of JoJo's or anything like that? Like JoJo's Bizarre. I don't even yeah. remember that. But I really want to watch them. And I just haven't. I think they're on Funimation. Yeah, they're everywhere now. So I, re- I really want to watch them, though. Yeah. But the thing is, yeah, one, one, anime is weird. It's good. You'll learn things. Talk to a friend. You know a friend that likes anime. If they're really weird about it, talk to us. Go on our Instagram. We'll DM you. Just DM us or comment. Talk about talk about anime. We'll we'll talk back. Yeah, we like anime. Yeah, we won't. We'll. I guess that's a great way to. That's a great way to plug our stuff. I feel like we never plug our. I mean, I don't know how many of you are listening or watching that don't already follow us on Instagram. Yeah, have, but I know we have a lot of like foreign people too, but you know. But we do have an Instagram. It is the Average Jays Podcast. So yeah, check us out. Leave comments. Ask questions. Yeah. DM us. Have fun. We're there to talk. We're, we'll hang out with you. Virtually. Virtually. Yeah. We're still in the pandemic. Guys. So, 
talking about hanging out and talking about non-virtual hangouts, let's switch it up. Oh, we did that so good. Yo, if you guys were watching, we like this will be on the YouTube video. Yeah, not, watch, this is the on. reason. Go check it on YouTube, Average J Podcast on YouTube. We just did an amazing thing. So anyway. And you have to watch the whole thing all the way through to get to there. You can't fast forward and go yeah, see it because it won't show up. So that's how they <laughs> anyway. Uh, final topic of the day, Comic Con. Was this yeah, again? New York Comic New York Comic Con specifically. Did you go this year? No. Because you're in Florida. I live in Florida. So yeah. no. Did I go this year? No. No. Reason being, because I've accomplished my dream. So you never have to go again. I never have to go again. I'll go. So for those I'll, that don't know, what was your dream? Yeah. So, well, the first time I went was back in high school because it was like that was the thing. You know, high school and you meeting friends like, hey, have you been to Comic-Con? At the time, it wasn't that strict. So someone could just give you their card, which was dope. Nowadays, you have to get a card, which is tied to your ID. But the cool thing is I'm cool. So I still get emails from Comic-Con saying, do you want to come? So I'm like first in the queue because I'm still registered. But anyway, um, Back in college, and Justin knows the story because I was depressed for a week. Back in college, I was like, oh, you know, Stan Lee's going to be there. So I went, brought my, brought, I went over there, got my comic book, got my Funko Pop. I bought my Funko Pop. It was the last one, supposedly. And then I didn't have enough cash. So I had, went to the ATM machine because I was online for Stan Lee, but people were like, you got to pay for the autograph. I was like, oh, that's not good. So I went. It was a long line for the ATM machine. By the time I got the cash, it was like 70 bucks at the time. Came back, Stanley was gone. The guy was like, yeah, Stanley's gone. And I was like, but I know he's behind that door. He's like, nah, that's it, man. I'm like, he's behind that door. There's no other exits. He's there. <laughs> and they're like, nah, just next time, man. Next time is a year. He didn't show up next year. <laughs> so I just felt like he was never going to come back. When he finally got, when I saw the calling sign, I was like, nope, $1,000 in my pocket, cash. <laughs> brought, I went, brought my Funko Pop, brought one of my books that uh, that he wrote, co-wrote with Chris Claremont. Uh, it was X-Men Gold. Went over there. First thing I did was go to that line. Long line. But I, I was still, I was like up in the, like the first echelon of lines. Mm-hmm. Got up to him. Put my Funko Pop and my uh, comic <laughs> No words were exchanged. That was the thing. No words were exchanged. I just you just said, yeah. I was not even. I was just like, and I just mentally shot out a message like, "Thank you for everything." And he finished signing and looked up to me. I didn't want to say anything. So I didn't like. I met my hero, and that was it. And I and I to this day sometimes I regret not saying anything because I'm like damn I don't just want to think I'm some random fan random floozy, you know. <laughs> but then there was one night I had a dream that we just had a epic my dinner with Andre's to conversation, and it was great. I don't remember the conversation, but I know it was great, and I know that he wants me to keep going. And I was just like, oh. And yeah, then that's I, finally a, got, I finally got it signed. And I was like, what's the point of me coming back here? That's a that's a, a story I will forever be jealous about because I unfortunately never got to meet the man behind the, the legends. But that's so awesome. <laughs> like every time I hear it, it's so cool. Um but yeah, man, Comic Con, you, you kind of talked you touched on it before back in like high school. 
it was just the thing. You just went. And I remember I went a couple of times in high school and bro, you could just walk in and get a ticket. Yeah. Like it was before there was lines out the door. Like you literally just, you went into the big table and if you had a ticket, you signed in, got your pass or you just spent like 40 bucks and got a pass for the day. Yeah. Forget about that now. Yeah. Well now, because now we didn't have it last year, this year. Like, so my cousin went Saturday and Thursday because they don't have weekend passes anymore because of the pandemic or because of COVID, mm. the COVID. Um, when but you can still, still go every day. You can still, but you would have to buy for each day. That's so, so that's ridiculous. more money. But amazing yeah. from the pictures that he sent, like I could see in the background from images I've seen online, it's dead. Like really, there's people there. There's like a lot mm. of people there, but it's not as dense as it used to be. Which I guess was cool. Like, I would have loved to go to this one because I'm like, to me, I'm very weird when it comes to too many people in one place. And this is not even because of COVID. This is just me as a person. Yeah, personal Um, preference. So, yeah, like, I can actually go through, like, places without, like, knocking on my poster. Like, I'd be nervous because people would rip my poster by accident or something like that. I I wish I could have gone now. But, um, you know, that just thinking about it, it it was fun. It was fun. I loved going at points in time. I went after... Um, I got my thing signed. Um, I went one time after and it, it was cool. Like I, I just didn't, when I went that one time after, I was like, what else is there for me to do? I can buy stuff. And I'm like, I go always buy stuff on the internet, you know? Um, yeah. but it was just cool to see these people dressed up. That was a thing. It was cool to see. People yeah. That's, up. that's always the coolest part. Like I, on the internet, like I follow, you know, like video game or comic people and stuff and like their cosplays are always really, really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, my best me- I haven't been to Comic-Con in years, but some of my best memories were just going in and like when it used to be like not like a billion people packed in, right? Mm. And you could just go to different stalls and buy something, right? Like I remember like, I would just go into like, you know, whatever store or per- or vendor had their stuff set up and I would browse the bargain bins. Mm. And I would just I remember I got and I I will never forget it. I'm gonna I'm gonna reenact it real quick. So I'm going I'm, I'm going through the different ones, right? And then out of nowhere, I see it, and I go. It's right. It's right there, sticking up, and I just go. <laughs> Mint, mint condition. I still have it. It's packaged up. Spider-Man vs. Wolverine. East. My cousin was like, damn. There was no other ones. It was just that one. My cousin was with me, and he was like, if I would have saw that, I would have picked it up first. And I was like, what you did? sucks to suck, man. <laughs> Should have cut a water. It, it, but it's like stuff like that, right? Like I was able to just go. I bought posters while I was there. You know, I was able to go. I remember like, yeah, there was lines for stuff. Obviously, if you want to get stuff signed or like down the artist alley. Or um, if you wanted to go be a part of one of the conferences. But it was, like, attainable. Mm. Like, it wasn't, like, a ridiculous thing. Because I remember we went to a – and, like, I always remember, like, G4 had a thing there. Yeah. Um, I went to a Star Wars panel, and it was all about the Clone Wars. It was while I was still going on. And it was, like, season two or three. It was still really early on. Um, And I just – we just went to the panel. You know, it was – it was full, like there was people there, but we were able to get in yeah. without an issue. And then there was another time where I was with my cousin and we saw the the preview to the Wolverine game. 
it was like behind closed it wasn't like closed doors i guess per se but it was an exhibit yeah first comfort and it took place in like a bunker that they had made on the floor so it was a line so every like i don't know like 20 30 people at a time would go in and watch this thing and when you were done you got a wolverine foam foam claw it was like foam finger wolverine claw and we went in and then they they do a playthrough of the game you got to watch it like the first level or whatever and you got to see like all all the yeah that game was fantastic you know you got to see all the damage that happens to him and you know it was really cool but that stuff was just like you know you went early in the day you spent your whole day there you spent a bunch of money you found like geeky stuff and then you went home like yeah like the best thing about that too was really cool i the free stuff like the first time i had no money oh my god i came out with mad stuff and i was like why do i have so much shit Oh. There was so much. I had the first time I went, I think I had two separate bags of just free stuff. It was great. Yeah. I was like, you don't have to go. Well, you should go. Because with even like the little indie comics and stuff, like they would just give you free copies. Yeah. Yeah. Like those off. Let's say almost like free comic book day, but like with yeah. panels or stalls. But yeah, it was just like people just trying to get their stuff out. You know, they would just give free copies. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was awesome. It was. But. Now everyone's into comics and everyone's into. And, and it's not even about comics anymore, too. So like, it's I all about the movies. Had, uh, the New York, uh, they made the New York special edition, which strictly was about comics, which I like. Yeah. I wish I went to that, but they don't make they don't do that anymore. Um, but because of the pandemic, too, now there's like companies are doing their own uh, conventions or their own yeah. fandoms. Like DC's fandom is uh, in a couple days, in about a week. Um, what's another one that did, did something like that? There was another company that did something similar. They just had their own convention, like digitally, because Fandom is all online. Yeah. Um, I think. I mean, if you look towards like video games too, right? Like yeah, Sony, yeah. Sony has their own press conferences. E3 Nintendo. Yeah, E three didn't happen, or did it? No, E three did happen. Not the year before, though. E three yeah. happened, but not the year before. But I, I haven't even followed. I haven't followed E three in like three or four years. Yeah, yeah, I haven't really followed it as much either. I'm just like, I was like, I'll just it. watch the the Sony like showcase or whatever, and then the Nintendo Directs. Yeah, or the the Treehouse when they have yeah. that. So that's it. But yeah, I think Comic Con was cool at some point. Like, I think everyone should go at least once. Yeah, like it's fun for sure. Like the in person stuff, I think is a lot of fun. But it's now it, it's so weird. Like it's. Like there's, it's such a process to even get in the door. Yeah, like I, I think, cause yeah, like I said, I for me, I had a goal, and then like I had another, cause I, the day I didn't, or that the time I went and didn't get Stanley's signature, I was like, oh, I can go, cause I wanted to meet Scott Snyder, cause I brought my comic that he wrote it was during the Endgame uh, uh, arc, and I missed him by like ten minutes, and I was like, I'm not getting anything signed today, and I was like, but at least I knew like. If I do it next year, I'm gonna meet this person. But like, yeah. the only time I'll go back to Comic Con is for Scott Snyder for that specific reason because mm-hmm. he did sign one of my comic books that I gave to a friend because he was doing a Q and A at Barnes and Noble, and it said like, "Good luck with your like comic like comic endeavors." So I was like, I saw that, um, or I, I have that comic book, so I want to go back and show it to him. I'm like, "Yo, you signed this? Can you sign this?" And then tell him about my project. Like, I want to talk to him. Um, Cause he's like a professor and I'm like, I wish he was like mm-hmm. one of my teachers kind of a thing. Um, Cause he told my friend, like you know, uh, the comic industry needs more younger writers. Cause it's a lot of old heads. It's most, yeah. most companies, most businesses and stuff like that. It's just old people, older people. I don't say old people, older people. 
Yeah. And there's still no, like we've talked about this back in, I believe in our first episode, there's just no way in to comics unless you do writing, unless you're a journalist or unless you do these things with the big wigs, if, if you would say, but yeah, that's, that's yeah, Comic Con. the next time, like, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind going or whatever. And they have in Orlando over here, they have MegaCon, which is like, from what I've seen, I've never gone. I want to go really bad. But from what I've seen, it's like Comic-Con on steroids. And there's so really? many – like that's a really big – from what I've gathered, it's a really good co- – uh, it's a really big cosplayer-like okay. thing. So like they have you know vendors and booths, conferences and all that. But it's like a really big showcase for people to come in and just like blow you away with like their different uh, costumes. But I-, I would love to go and check it out. It's huge also. It's like – I mean, I, I could be gassing it, but I think it's like double the size of the Javits Center. Oh, it's wow. in the biggest. It's I in the biggest the like. It's Florida. It's yeah the the convention center that it takes place in is like, I think four miles long. It's huge. It's mm-hmm. the biggest convention center I think in the U.S. Definitely oh, the wow. East Coast. It's massive. Yeah. Yeah, I so, assume they have that large real estate because in New York it's like you have that. No. And everyone's always packed in there. But it's huge, and I mean, cool stuff happens there. And like you know, I follow it on social media, and every year when it happens, I see I see some stuff, and it's not super expensive either. Um, so at some point, I'll go. But I think, like honestly speaking, I, I would love to do something like this at, at a comic con. Like I don't really want to do. Like I don't think I have any drive to go back and like do the whole like buying stuff and and listening to things you know i would want to participate in it yeah like i would i would like to do a show or interview or something like that i know that's it could be very far off but that's what i would want to do i I agree with you i I was thinking about that too like even um so this is kind of like a spoiler but kind of like jumping the gun when it comes to my project there is a company out there. I'm not gonna say it because I don't want to spoil anything or ruin anything. But that's probably want to publish my 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 book, and I'm just like, oh, and I see them on they're at Comic Con, yeah. and, and I even put on their thing because they follow me back. I'm like, I can't wait to like be there one because I would like to be behind the table. Yeah, and like Gabby was telling me like, why didn't you just try to like go go and get your own booth? I'm like, yeah, that costs money, and I would have to like I'll be the only thing. Like, I have no way of getting people there. But then people are always passing by. They're like, oh, what's this? And they'll want to pick it yeah. up. Um, but if I have the backing of a, a publishing company, like, that'd be dope, too. Um, but that reminds me, there was one, there was, like, a little small convention, I think, with the, when it comes to the arts, that was in Brooklyn. But unfortunately, I worked that, that day. But I wish I had known before. I would have made time for it. I could have went there. And but I agree, I don't want to be that person that's always going because we've done it. Um, I want to be like, we want to go and just like maybe cosplay. Like, I did like a basic cosplay, I did, I went as Superman, but like as Clark Kent with the Superman shirt under because I didn't, I don't want to be all covered in costume that can interview someone, be like, hey, well, blah blah blah, and then put that in our sound bites or something like that. Yeah, I would love to, I would, that's what I would do it for, I would do it to interview people, yeah. Cause that would be dope. We could have a whole episode on Comic Con. Yeah, like I wouldn't want to do it just as an attendee, right? Yeah, and when that cloud comes in, we just go to San Diego. Just like no, Max. no, 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 ain't no chicken wing, ain't no thing like a chicken wing. I say no, ain't no chicken wing. That clout. ain't no chicken wing. <laughs> <laughs> Only legs. <laughs> <laughs>
No chicken wing. No thighs. <laughs> no thighs. Straight up wings. All day. Every day. Chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> All right. Well, I think with that majestic quote, I think we can wrap it up here. So <laughs> That's going to be one of our merch. Yep. That's going <laughs> only- <laughs> to be only chicken wings. Only it's chicken wings. Be- Ain't no it's gonna way. be a chicken with no legs flapping. That's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> so, signing off for today's episode. This is Jay Justin Ruiz, and this is Jay Jeremy Francois. All right, see you guys on the next one. Be good, love each other, have fun, stay positive. <laughs>